Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another level. Level? Another level. level. Welcome back to level. another level of the Over Episode Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Over Leveled Podcast. Thank you guys mm-hmm. for being here. Um, yeah, I guess just before we go into everything real fast, just uh, I guess we could just introduce ourselves. I'm Gavin. Oh, and I'm DJ. Yeah, and t- wow. together we are um, co hosts. Yes. <laughs> the co-hosts of what? What are we I don't know. Of? The over episode podcast, obviously. Yes, the over episode podcast. We're <laughs> the first episode. Yeah. So, um real before we before we hop into um everything, uh in this episode today, just to kind of give everyone a preview. Today we we'll, me and DJ will both be giving our personal top 10 Final Fantasy video games. Um so that's going to be fun. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to do that. Uh, we got a quick news thing to do as well. But before we hop into there, uh, DJ. Yes. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing, Gavin? I'm doing all right. Hold on one second. You were kind of, I think my, he- my headphones started bugging out. Oh. Uh-huh. Um, I'm doing, you know, man, <laughs> I'm doing okay. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm just gonna just gonna dox our, ourselves real fast. It rained oh. all day today here in it Austin, did. Texas. It did, yeah. Oh my gosh. And I <laughs> you know, if you've been listening to the show, you know I, I work on uh I clean pools for a living. Mm-hmm. So I am Uh-oh. outside the entire day. Um, oh no. So today was uh today was a rough one. Today I um <laughs> I actually had one of my easiest pools that I normally do taken mm. off my list. Oh. Um, to make room for a new pool, and they're like, this customer is just opening their account with us. Mm-hmm. So, t- my visit today was our company's first visit over there to their pool, um, to you know do the service on. And I knew that it was coming. They had emailed me saying, "Hey, we're gonna take off this pool and we're gonna put this pool on." So I was like, "Okay, cool." Just praying, like, let this be an easy <laughs> pool. Let this be an easy pool. I was there for like two hours today, man. Jeez. Um, comparatively, my last pool that I was at um, was like a 15-minute to 20-minute pool. Um, mm. So my Tuesdays <laughs> just got a lot harder. <laughs> <laughs> the rain did not help too, man. It was it was rough. Damn um, you, rain. I know. Oh, quick, quick story too, since we're talking about uh, me being sad about the world. <laughs> um, so... My uh, my wife and I, this past Sunday, or sorry, Saturday, uh, we usually have something planned. Like, we'll go visit some family or we'll have some people come visit us or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, this, this past Saturday was incredibly lazy. It was just like, we just sat home and we watched like, we watched like 16 episodes of Modern Family. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like we just, <laughs> like, we just got nothing done. Like, I think we might've folded some laundry and, you know, mm-hmm. we had to feed our daughter, of course, but, right. uh, oh, basically lazy days happen. Yeah, of course. And I, and you know, with my job, um, you know, like, like I said, just being outside sometimes it's, especially in Texas, it's just it's so hot some days, right. Th- those days where it's just a lazy day. I mm-hmm. really appreciate those, you know? Yeah, definitely. So, uh, especially now that I also have a kid and, and stuff, it's like those days yeah. that I, you know, I only have to focus on just like the one thing, just her, you know, right. a lot, a lot more easy. Anyways, Definitely. this, uh, this particular Saturday, um, 
you know, we didn't get anything done, really. We didn't decide to go out anywhere. And Nicole says, hey, I, uh, I'm i really, I'm extremely hungry. And I don't think either of us really ate anything. I think we just made some snacks for Rosie all day long. Mm-hmm. And uh, we just, like, didn't have, like, a, a, an actual meal. And by this time, it was maybe uh, three, four o'clock, maybe. It was, like, four 4.30. She's like, hey, I'm really hungry. I really want some pizza. I'm like, ooh, okay, pizza, pizza, all right, let's get some pizza. So I, I call pizza. up, I call, I call up the boys, I call up the man himself, the papa. Of course, Got I call it. up the papa and I say, hey, papa, papa, I, I need you to help me out. I need a, um, I need like a coupon or something. And papa says, Gavin, I got you, man. Oh, thank you, you papa. you're, you're in the papa's arms. You're in his warm embrace. I got yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. So, I'm, I'm looking at their website and I see that they have a deal for a large. Uh, or sorry, it's like an extra large stuffed crust pepperoni pizza for like 14 bucks or something. Mm. I don't even know if that's, if it was even a deal that I had found. It was just kind of, you know, a special on their website or whatever. $14, mm. you know. So I did that. And um, with delivery and everything, I, I, I got it delivered. I got the, you know, I, I tipped them and all that. Overall, right. it, was, it was a little over uh, like 21 bucks or something. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, at least I'm getting some pizza. I haven't eaten anything all day. I'm I'm really really hungry. I know my wife is hungry. She's pregnant too, so it's like, man, we gotta eat. We gotta eat something. <laughs> so um, <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for this pizza. But it says it's gonna be anywhere between like a 38 and 48 minute wait. And I'm mm. like, you know, what? that's fine. Whatever. It's Saturday even. Or it's Saturday afternoon. I'm sure a lot of people are ordering pizzas. That's fine. So, um, I, you know, I do the whole process online. I put in my email, my phone number and all this stuff. And they even said like, Hey, we'll like send you updates with your pizza and stuff. I never got any updates <laughs> saying, Hey, it's on, it's on its way. Or, you know, it, it just came out of the oven. Cause usually they'll send stuff like that. Like it's currently in the oven baking right now or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I never got any notifications on my phone from Gmail or, or even like text message. So I'm waiting. It's it's over an hour at this point, uh, like maybe an hour and ten minutes. And Nicole is like, "Hey, when did you order that pizza?" And I'm like, uh-huh. "That's a good question." <laughs> I look back, and you know, I'm checking through my emails and stuff, yeah. and I see that I got a confirmation email from uh, from Papa John's. So I clicked on that, basically just confirming that I bought my pizza. And so I clicked right. track my order, and then it says that it was already delivered. And I was like, huh. And we were in the living room this whole time. We would have heard like a knock at the door or something like that. And so I'm like, huh, it says it's delivered. And then I I walk outside and I look down (sighs) at my door and there's no pizza. Oh, no. And I'm like, hmm, this must be some sort of mistake. And so I look at the email again and it says it's delivered. And not only does it say it's delivered, there's an image attached of the Mm. pizza at my doorstep with my doormat in the photo too so the only logical thing that happened that could have (laughs) happened was somebody stole my pizza off my porch Uh uh-huh fuck oh did i did i lose you no 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 i heard you just the fact that that happened dj i think i lost what did you oh come on i think you hello you you muted yourself yeah i don't know how i did that but oops (laughs) but i was just saying like god damn that sucks about yeah pizza getting stolen 
Yeah, so it got stolen. Anyway, so the the story continues from here. I order oh, the no. pizza. Well, I don't order another pizza because why the yeah. fuck would I spend another like 20-something dollars on a pizza? I, right. Know, this pizza came to my home. Nobody knocked on my door. Nobody sent me any like, you know, notifying things saying, hey, it's here or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like kind of frustrated. And I, I call up I call up the papa and I'm like, hey, papa. Hey, papa, what's going on? Yeah, what's going on, papa? And papa basically tells me, hey, we can either refund you right now or we can just send you another one. And I'm like, well, I'm so hungry, Papa. <laughs> Papa, come on. Papa, Daddy needs to eat. You know this. <laughs> so Papa, he's like, you know what? I'll send you another one. So I'm like, okay, great. Thank you. Thank About you. an hour and a half goes by, maybe close to two hours later. Basically, by the time I finally got my pizza back, or my pizza. It had been mm-hmm. three hours since I initially ordered Jeez. it. Um, and not only did I receive it three hours later, mm-hmm. but whenever I opened up that za, uh-huh. it was cheese only. Oh, man. I, I feel embarrassed to like make the motions with my body that I want to make right now. Because uh-huh. I'm I'm recording myself here. This is face cam. <laughs> you two people, you're watching me. I was so fucking upset. <laughs> I bet, yeah. I was so angry with Papa John's. Like to the point where I was like, Damn. I'm never ordering Papa John's again. <laughs> oh no. I was mad, dude. And like, not even that it's necessarily I mean, they should have just the, the delivery guy, I think it they delivered it through DoorDash. So I mm. guess that's not Papa John's fault, that the DoorDash guy just straight up did not even knock on my door. Um, but, you know, thank, thanks, Papa John's, for sending me a, a, another pizza, you know, but it sh- could it not have been the pizza yeah, that I yeah, ordered, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what I kind ordered, of pizza did you order originally? It was just pepper. It was stuffed crust pepperoni. Um, oh, okay. And it was stuffed crust. Um, but it was just, it was just cheese. Mm. Anyways, that's my Papa John's story. Fuck Papa John's. I'm sorry. Papa I mean, John's. I love Papa John's. I don't know. But they're I really, like they really dropped the ball. I know. I know there was the controversy with the Papa, mm-hmm. but I feel like also since he left, Papa John's has just gone downhill as far as like their yeah. quality. I don't yeah. know. Anyways, welcome to our RPG and JRPG podcast. Welcome back to <laughs> that was our uh, pizza segment of yeah. the RPG podcast. <laughs> our Papa John's rant. Yeah. Um. Other okay. So before we get into the news thing, um, yeah, <laughs> I want to hear a little bit about um, Shadow Hearts. Uh huh. Tell me about Shadow. Yeah, I mean, just like y- you finished it, right? Yeah, I finished it. And and you're on to playing Breath of the Wild. Yes, I've been playing it a little bit. So, um, I guess just give like a, I don't know, a brief, a brief uh, review slash, I guess just kind of uh, uh, the cliff notes of, of mm-hmm. what someone who doesn't know what Shadow Hearts from the Brave New World is. Just kind of give us your experience. I'm, I'm curious to hear your so Shadow Hearts. F- so Shadow Hearts from the New World is the third installment or technically fourth installment of the Shadow Hearts series. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been told that like, the first two games are connected. Like you have to play the first one and then play the second one. Like the it's, the second one is a direct sequel to the story of the first one. But mm. the third game is completely its own separate story. I mean, there's some small things that apparently 
like from the previous game, but for the most part, Shadow Hearts from the New World is its own separate story, so you're oh. fine with that. Nice. Um, it's, it's pretty much just like you know standard JRPG. Uh, you play as Johnny Garland. Takes place in nineteen. Wait, what's his 40s? name? Johnny Garland. Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wait, holy shit, is that his... Yeah, that's his name, yes. Uh, Garland, um, bro. Nice. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it takes place in the 40s in New York, and you're like a detective oh. who's, of course, your parents are dead. Um, so you just go around solving <laughs> mysteries, and then, you know, the game Classic starts, dead parents. Yeah, of course, you know, classic. <laughs> game starts with, like, you taking on this mission that pretty much just, like, goes on through the whole game. You meet your... Uh, cast of crew members you got your two indian tribe members you have your brazilian ninja dude you have your talking cat who wants to be a famous movie star of course you have your vampire girl and uh you have your um hispanic musician dude you know standard jrpg stuff pretty much just going around and there's like this the the main antagonist of the game who kind of sucks ass because she's like a silent antagonist like she never talks ever a silent throughout antagonist? the entire game yeah so th- think of like this sense in terms of like you know how zelda never talks right sure fuck wait link. wait no link link, link. yeah i was link like wait never no zelda talks, talks. Yeah. yeah zelda talks she has dialogue yeah. link imagine because link's the main character he never talks throughout the entire game imagine him but he's the antagonist how how are you supposed to like hate him because her her, i guess well because she killed uh the family members of the main female uh character of the game and she's trying to get revenge for that wait so but in the zelda games there's never an explanation Mm -hmm. for link not talking it's always Mm -hmm. just kind of i mean other than in breath of the wild or whatever Mm -hmm. it's always just kind of implied that he's listening and giving Mm -hmm. his input you know at some point but is there an explanation nope no it's just a nope. silent antagonist pretty much <laughs> that's interesting do you th- yeah. from from your experience do you think it like do you think it works i mean yes and no no in the sense of like this is supposed to be like and she's through she, you hear about her throughout the entire game like you see her all the fucking times so was like and plus, she has some huge relevance that you learn later on in the game. Um, but uh, yeah, no, kind of, it's fine because like there's other antagonists that you meet that are a little bit more interesting that sort of like balance her out a little bit. But for the most part, it's kind of like all right, I guess. But for me, the thing that I loved most about this game was the combat, which a lot of people mm-hmm. that I've noticed from the Shadow Hearts community because I posted on Reddit that I beat the game, but they say the same thing that in terms of gameplay shadow hearts 3 is the best one but in terms of story they think shadow hearts 3 is the worst one hmm. that's how they put it uh which i mean like eh, the story was fine it wasn't anything like amazing or i didn't think it was terrible it's like some people think the story is straight up fucking terrible but i think it was fine but yeah. like for me like the the gameplay was the thing that i enjoyed the most you know standard jrpg where you know turn base all that stuff but what's interesting is that like instead of just pressing the attack button and you attack once you press the attack button you have this circle that goes around and you have to f- try to like hit the different um lines to uh be able to make that attack 
So like, let's oh. say there's three different sections. You have to hit those three sections in order to attack three times. If you miss the first one, you completely miss your turn. But if you only hit like two of them, you only attack two times. And you can also do things like double attacks where you can attack and also do magic or heal and stuff like that. And I really like too how each character has like their own sort of side quests and how they gain new abilities. Like Johnny has to do different um, little missions in New York to, in order to get new skills. Um, the the movie Cat Star that I was talking about, like she does this thing. Her name's Mao. She's like a, a drunk karate master. She wants to be like a movie star. So she has like her own production team called Per Mount pictures and like what she does is she has to hire um famous cat movie stars to participate in her like action kung fu movie and they're supposed Mm. to be nods to like famous um kong like famous movies that are like kung fu so like how the final person you fight is supposed to be like a reference to bruce lee and the very and like the third person you fight is is mr miyagi pretty much but as a cat and like each character has their own funny little side quest thing. Like it's a it's a funny game. Like it it clearly is trying to be like goofy and stuff like that. Whereas the first two games are more serious sort of horror kind of things. So this one has a completely different tone to the other games. Hmm. Um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a fun game. I love it, and I and the music's great. The combat's great. Story is meh. Okay, cool. Yeah, the the combat actually sounds a lot like... I was just trying to think of the name while you were talking about it. It's called The mm. uh, Legend of Dragoon on the PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. Um, th- there is, like, sort of a... Uh, like a timing mm-hmm. uh, system with like whenever you attack an enemy, mm-hmm. uh, you got. I think you can press it a few times to like get a couple of hits in or something, oh, yeah, or yeah, yeah. or it's just like like a I guess like one powerful hit. Mm-hmm. I can't I can't remember how it, it works exactly, but right. kind of like that. I think Final Fantasy VIII kind of had a similar system with like you can you can time a hit properly and get like oh extra yeah. Damage yeah, or something. yeah. Well, yeah, cool, but sometimes that shit pisses me off because I'm just like, yeah. oh, I'm going to use this really fucking cool hit and then I just completely miss and then yep. I just ruin my turn. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> yep, Fuck <cool>. this game. <laughs> How long did it take you to beat this one? 60, 60 hours. Ooh, Primarily this- only because, remember, I, I told you this, that like I, was, I spent like That's an extra right. 10, 15 hours trying to get the yeah. good ending of the game because yeah. if you play the game normally, you get the bad ending because it has something to do with the story. Um, that's the normal ending, but mm-hmm. I was trying to, cause what you have to do is the main character, the main female character named Shania, she pretty much has something Ooh. similar to Yuna in Final Fantasy X where, you know, Yuna goes to the different shrines and has to get the summon and stuff like that. Right. Shania has fusions to where like she f- goes to different temples to fight the guardian spirit and then like she can transform into some sort of human hybrid of that guardian spirit. And in the main story, you get three of them. And um, in order to get the good ending, what you're supposed to do is you have to max out the stats of those three fusions. And then you unlock the fourth fusion, which is sort of like an optional thing. You don't have to do it. Um, You unlock that one. And then you go fight that thing. And then, bam, you have that fusion now, the ultimate one. And the guy that I was looking at told me, you just need to get that. And then, bam, you you get the good ending once you beat the game normally. Apparently, that was not the case because I beat the game and then I got the bad ending. I was like, wait, what the fuck? That's what the guy told me. And then I looked into it more and it's like, oh, no, you're supposed to also then max out the stats of the fin- of the ultimate summon. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, man. 
so a lot of <laughs> a lot of grinding yeah would you would you say it was wasted yes and no i mean <laughs> it was it was worth it in the sense that like it made the final boss probably easier than it should have been <laughs> It was yeah. still hard, but I feel like if I didn't do all that grinding, it would have been fucking ridiculous. You could say you were overleveled. Yeah. Oh, in a podcast. Yes. Oh. <laughs> ah. But yeah, no, I mean, the grinding, ten, actually 10, 15 hours was not worth it. I could have played a lot more Zelda in that time, which yeah. I got to say, yeah. um, this Breath of the Wild is my first actual Zelda game that I'm playing. That's right. That's right. And I'm loving it. I mean, Good. it's kind of difficult, but it's a lot of fun so far. Yeah, there's um, especially in that very beginning portion when you're on the plateau and mm-hmm. you come like across the big rock monster. Mm-hmm. Um, you get your first taste of like what people mean by saying it's like the Dark Souls of of Zelda yeah. games. Um, now, dude, there was a point where like because the one of the first quests is you have to go find Impa, and mm-hmm. on the way there, it's like. On the way there, there's like the guardians and stuff like that, and the guardians would fucking kill me in one hit. And yep. then, like any time, it would sort of, you know, we put you back in the game and stuff like that. It immediately puts me right next to a guardian, and the guardian would just like shoot me. Oh so for a good ten minutes, it was just a loop of you <laughs> oh, died dude. by the guardian, start again. You died by the guardian, start again. I'm like, Fuck wow, you. dang, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. Thankfully, I, I eventually got out of that because I learned that, oh, you can actually block the Guardian's laser beam. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, and then even even still with the block, it's going to be, mm-hmm. a, uh, it's gonna be a, a, a good portion into the game before you're fully equipped to actually right. take one down. You know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, but other than that, good game. Once you do take one down, it feels amazing. I bet. Um. Well, right on, man. I'm glad to, glad to hear you're enjoying that game. That's that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite games of all time. <laughs> nice. So, um, we really only have, I guess, one. You could say we have one point five piece of news, because <laughs> <laughs> um, it's kind of two things, but it's mostly one thing, right? Um, but yeah, man. Let's just get into this. Let's do it. Uh, for, first of all, I want to just say i fucking <laughs> called it i the yes, episode came out the day after the super smash brothers uh-huh. uh reveal happened but uh we recorded it the night before mm-hmm. yeah, we did. <laughs> you can we even did. He, you can hear dj straight up saying like oh the smash reveal is tomorrow yep and i'm like oh shit and then we we said who was gonna who it was gonna be mm-hmm. dj said it was gonna be uh goku right mm-hmm. yeah i did yeah, say that yep. yeah goku and then I said, the boy. You said the, the boy, boy himself. The boy. Sora. Sora from Kingdom Hearts. That's right, man. And this it's what's funny is the Kingdom Hearts community has been in like a drought of news <laughs> for a really long time. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's kind of funny that this is the only piece of news that we have <laughs> this week. I mean, there's been like some releases. I, I think mm-hmm. like uh, Lost Judgment is getting some reviews and, and mm. people are kind of mixed on that. But really the only like big thing that happened was uh, Sora from Kingdom Hearts was announced as Fuck the yeah. final character uh, for Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. He's finally here. I know. Oh, man. And what's funny too, like they had mentioned... Hey, whenever whenever we sent out that, um, like we had that website open where people could request a character for the game, they had mentioned that Sora was the 
most requested video game character um, oh. out of out of anyone. And I'm like, that's that's cool for me to hear because I I remember voting for Sora. <laughs> oh wow! Uh, okay. I think I, I probably got on somebody else's computer too and, and <laughs> voted for him like more than once. You know, oh, yeah. um, I was this was something that I was really looking forward to, and oh, and bet. Super Smash Brothers really isn't a it's not a game that I like. I don't really meet up with a lot of people to play mm-hmm. multiplayer games in general, um, so it's not a game that I am playing all the time. I used to play Brawl uh, on the Wii. Like mm-hmm. ev like almost every day, like for a mm. long time. Um, Brawl was a lot of fun. Yeah, and, and I and I do have uh, you know ultimate. So even though I haven't played a whole lot of it, I don't even think I've unlocked all of the characters that you can get that aren't mm-hmm. DLC characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have not purchased any DLC characters, but I will. I think I will. At, I will at least buy Sora. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shell out the six bucks or whatever. Hell yeah. How yeah, did, honestly, how I think I... No, go ahead. I was just going to ask, uh, how did you feel about this? But before before I guess you answer that, what were you about to say? No, I was just going to say, uh, like, seeing this... Seeing Sora in Smash, like, made me want to... Because I don't have the game. I don't have mm-hmm. Smash Ultimate. But seeing this actually kind of makes me want to buy Smash Ultimate, play at least the main story. Because I'm the same way. Yeah. Like, I enjoy Smash. It's a great game, but I'm not, like, super into it where I, where I would want to go out of my way to always be online and stuff like that sure yeah um but after seeing this it with like now the fact that like oh all the characters are here now every single yeah, one that's sort of was character. the final one kind of yeah. makes me want to at least buy the game beat the main mm-hmm. campaign and then just buy the few characters that i want including sorta sora yeah um yeah. but with the trailer um because i actually did watch it live um, me too man Dude, yeah. I, I sat in a in a customer's backyard for the entire forty minute thing, <laughs> just sitting there on my phone, just fucking freaking out. <laughs> like, nice. <laughs> yeah, I remember because I, I literally woke up like ten five or ten minutes right before it was about to start. I was watching oh, Young nice. Young Yaz. Dude, um, I was watching the same one. Oh, tight. Yeah, I was Dude, watching we were there together. It. We were there we together. Were there together. Oh, <laughs> we didn't even know it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I saw it, and then like when the trailer happened, I was. I, I legitimately had no idea who the fuck it was going to be. And they gave off so much Dark Souls vibes like that. I know. I was thinking it was going to be that Dark Souls. That doesn't make Souls. any sense. <laughs> like, as cool as that would be, that wouldn't make any sense. There's there's no, like, super iconic Dark Souls character, really, other than the sun guy. Yeah. But, him um, or just, or, like, I guess the, uh, uh, like, I guess what would it be? The the person that you see on the box art of oh, Dark yeah, Souls yeah. three or Dark Souls yeah. one or something. That that that's true. But like, yeah, Dark Souls would have been too niche ish. I feel yeah. for Nintendo, especially for a fighting game. But um, yeah. yeah, and then it happened. You know, Mario fucking put his hand in the fire, whipped out something, and then it was a fucking Keyblade, and literally Bro, my jaw Mar- dropped. I was Dude, like, what the fuck? Mario can wield a Keyblade. Confirmed. Confirmed. <laughs> Mario can Ninten- wield the Keyblade. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 4 Nintendo Worlds, which that'd be tight. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, but yeah, saw the Keyblade, literally my jaw dropped. I was like, oh, shit! <laughs> That's awesome! And yeah. then the music played, and I was like, oh, this is nice. This Dude, is nice. this... And then right after that, I immediately just had to listen to Simple and Clean and Sanctuary. Yes, yes. The, seriously, man, this... Like, the song in the trailer, man, as mm-hmm. soon as it... Ha- I mean, once I saw the Keyblade, I was like... 
I was like, it's fucking Sora. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Yep. And then and then it shot into the keyhole, and yeah. then your boy comes floating Ooh. into the ring. Also, just the fact that they brought it like full circle back to, mm-hmm. you know, that that original oh trailer, yeah yeah that know? was really cool that they did that and then you could just see everyone over there and even before it was giving dark souls vibes it was just giving fucking ominous it was like it was like creepy it was like what yeah. are you doing nintendo i know and then uh sora comes and you know he turns out to be the light that everyone needs and all this oh. stuff you know pulling out all these cliche kingdom hearts you know tropes just in this right. one trailer alone fuck yeah and um yeah, the music, man. It was emotional for me. Not gonna mm, lie, because like, I think <laughs> whenever, whenever Super Smash Brothers, um, like for the Wii U and 3DS came out, I remember that's whenever they had this whole campaign where you could request, oh, what character mm. do you want? Um, and I remember at that point in time too. I think Kingdom Hearts 3D Dream Drop Distance was out, uh, or it was coming out, and I think I was at the most hyped moment of my Kingdom Hearts fandom that mm-hmm. I had ever been. And so, and the one thing that I wanted so much around that time was just, Sora, please be in Smash. And then not, <laughs> dude, the, the gameplay demonstration of him, mm-hmm. he's, he's fucking broken, dude. He is, <laughs> yeah. he is like, he can never die. Right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, how, no. Like, how, other than him being light enough to be like, knocked out like mm-hmm. up or something yeah, uh, yeah like homeboy can just jump an infinity amount of times yeah, and do the fucking sonic uh, uh what is it uh is it sliding dash or something, something like I don't that know. yeah one of those you know kingdom hearts moves uh and then he can uh you know just get himself back onto the map mm-hmm. it's so crazy man and um all of his animations man all of the costumes i'm so glad that they made his uh um like old classic like steamboat willy costume mm-hmm. oh, option as well and uh oh man i was this this was um i was listening to the um the ansem report podcast shout out to those guys um they had mentioned they they had said one thing that i completely agree with because i i felt i i feel like i i felt this same sort of sentiment whenever it happened but it's not just the fact that you can finally play as Sora from Kingdom Hearts in this game. I think it's more so the fact that um, Kingdom Hearts fans have now been validated in a way that that makes it true that Kingdom Hearts is not just a niche series. Right. You know, it's not just for. It's not like just this small group of people. Um, like play this like child game you know mm-hmm. it made it he made the main character made it into super smash brothers you know and i felt like it was in a way validating for a lot of kingdom mm-hmm. hearts fans so this yeah, is kind of, i mean and the fact that it was the final character and the whole trailer was so emotional and cinematic in the way that it all happened like coming right. full circle and how it, just, it it really did feel <laughs> like it was uh it was something special for us Kingdom Hearts fans, you know. Fuck yeah, dude. Um, so I don't know, man. <laughs> like, like I had said, I, I, I'm not playing Super Smash Brothers all the time, but whenever he drops, and he's coming out in like a week or something, oh yeah, um, or a little over a week, uh, I'm, I'm, pr- I'm definitely gonna pop open my Switch and 
and play some Sora and Smash. Aw, yeah. Uh, the other piece of news that came with this, though, um, is just, you know, the Kingdom Hearts series uh, via cloud streaming will be available on Nintendo Switch. Hell yeah. So, I mean, this is, this is cool. But at the same time, I know um, Switch cloud streaming has kind of had, um, I don't know, not very positive feedback. Mm, okay. uh, I think realistically, I, like all of these games just need to be put on to the console, you know? Right, yeah. I, I, I don't see any reason why they couldn't, especially with games like um, uh, Birth by Sleep and Dream Drop Distance. Mm-hmm. Um, like, those games were originally, like, portable. Like, P- one was a PSP game, one was a 3DS game. Yeah. I feel like they belong to be played on a system like the Nintendo Switch, right? Yeah. So, anyway, I'm just... I'm excited to see how that turns out. Yeah, um, definitely. It's, it's not something that I'm going to buy just because <laughs> I <laughs> own all of the... I own them all on every single console that they've ever been released on, you know? Yeah. Except for PC, I don't. I have not bought the PC ports. Um, Will you? But yeah. Oh, and then they also announced. I mean, this was seriously. This was just a big blowout of of Kingdom Hearts uh, news, pretty much, just during this one stream. Because right afterwards, uh, Square Enix and the Kingdom Hearts Twitter were like, "Hey, um, here is a teaser trailer." For the Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary that is going to be happening next year. Oh, shit. I didn't know about and, that. Okay. Yeah, they didn't show off anything like new, so to say. They mm-hmm. basically just said, hey, here's a trailer, and we are, we are launching a website. Like We are celebrating the Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary because next year, 2020, uh, 2022, will be the 20th anniversary of Kingdom Hearts 1. So... Yeah, this is gonna be—it's gonna be big, man. I, I'm, I'm hyped out of my fucking mind to like see what they're gonna do. Definitely. Um, I, I think a lot of people are thinking they're gonna announce Kingdom Hearts Four. I don't mm. think that they're gonna do that. Yeah, no, if anything, maybe. they're gonna—I sh- think they'll show off a new game. I don't think it's gonna be Four though. But uh, I'm excited for it. So, anyways, Definitely. yeah, that's uh, that's been the news side of things. Um. Well, actually, there's one small thing that I want to mention. Oh, yeah, go ahead, man. Go ahead. So, this is just like a small, I guess, little update. Not a huge news thing, but in terms of Final Fantasy 16, apparently last week, not too long after uh, Tokyo Game Show, we got a, I guess, development update that pretty much they're, like, very close to finishing the game. Like, they already finished all of the character designs and pretty much making the main scenario of the game. All they have to do left is just... Um, finish some of the side quests and touch up some of the the little finer details, but they're, they're getting close. Nice, man. Yeah, that's good because yeah, if the whole story is already pretty much done, I'm, I'm assuming mm-hmm. they've they've already developed this whole world. Now you just got to throw in some like NPCs to like give you quests and stuff. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what they're doing. They're just adding those the finer details. Nice, man. I'm so yeah. excited for it, man. Definitely. Like it's. Uh, I know we've talked about it so many times, and we'll talk about it more the closer we get God to it. Goddamn right we do. <laughs> but, but holy shit, man. Um, I don't care how different it is from mm-hmm. the quote-unquote like spirit of, of Final Fantasy or, or like that classic Final Fantasy. I am mm-hmm. so excited to play it. Definitely. Yeah, like I was 
when, when I saw that, I was just re-watching the Final Fantasy 16 trailer and also for some reason made me want to... Actually, what, one thing that I did too, I kind of spoiled myself and uh, watched the ending of Final Fantasy VII Remake Interlude. And uh, just, I, I watched it too, actually. Oh, did you? Okay, yeah. cool. Not alone. Yeah, that yeah. just... Playing that made, or watching that made me just so excited for the part two remake and wanting to replay the remake game because God, that was yeah. In terms of the gameplay, that was a lot of fun. You know, I I watched I watched the trailer for just you know um, the PS5 version because there is that little extra scene at the end. Mm. Um, it's not incredible. I I've already played and beaten that game. I've I've almost 100 percent of it. I just haven't like played it through oh, wow. like hard mode or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I know the game well <laughs> yeah by by watching that trailer i really didn't necessarily feel like i was changing anything i guess about mm. my experience mm. um if anything it's just kind of like watching the dlc cutscene that you didn't buy you know right yeah <laughs> anyways uh i have not watched anything about yuffie i've been still keeping all of that you yeah, know, yeah, I haven't seen any of that either, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to keep all of that fresh for me whenever I'm able to do that. But I did watch <laughs> that final trailer, or final uh, like little teaser at the end of that game that mm-hmm. you were talking about. Yeah. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think. Should we do? Should we just go ahead and jump into our top ten, or should we knock out the uh, question of the week real fast? Probably best to do the question of the week now so we don't forget it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Last true time. that, true. Okay, so... Question of the week this week was asked by you, DJ. Oh, yeah, it was. Thank you, man, for for doing that. Question of the week was, what is your favorite game that you have played this year? It does not have to be a game that came out this year, just a game that you've played. Um, Hypernova came in with Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which was funny because... Yeah, (laughs) because you you put your shit on it. Yeah, whenever he commented this in, our episode hadn't gone up yet, and I just got done talking about, like, I cannot fucking stand Assassin's Creed, you know? Um, well, you know what, Gavin? You just don't get it. Just I just don't understand, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's... I, I've heard good things about that game. Um, mm. I mean, it's, a, it's an Ubisoft game, so I really can't necessarily have my hopes up too high um, for pretty much anything that Ubisoft puts out. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of their whole business model <laughs> and just a lot of the recycling of a lot of things. But I mean, hey, I don't mean <laughs> I don't mean to say that to uh, to put down Hypernova. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that he really enjoyed it. Yeah, definitely. So if if it's a uh, if it's something that you know I come into uh, possession of, I I will probably give it a try. I think Brandon's played a little bit of it, and I think he likes it. So. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, well, cool. Okay, and then uh, Cujo. Uh, shout out to Cujo. Go watch him on Twitch uh, at Trainer Cujo. Anyways, <laughs> Cujo came in with uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice was really, really good. After beating it, it definitely became one of my all-time favorite games. Also, Shin Megami Tensei Four Apocalypse and the Persona 2 Duology was really good. Nice. So he came in with a with a couple of picks. Yeah. You've um you've not played Sekiro, am I right? I've played a little bit of it, but I I really need to play more of it and just beat the game because definitely I know it's very good and I need to play it. Yeah, I think I've I've maybe played the first like two hours or so mm. of that game. Um, 
like I said, with like all of these like Souls like games, mm-hmm. I I've put in a a chunk of time, but I have not beaten any <laughs> of them. So I, I feel like even though I've only played for two hours, it was a hard two hours. It was right, rough. Yeah. So oh yeah, no. I, the, the the bit that I played, I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I and um, I, I feel like I I know what I know what that game is about you know and i do want to eventually play that one so i'm Mm -hmm. I'm glad to hear that you really liked it kujo you also played uh shin megami tensei 4 apocalypse uh i've i've definitely been you know catching catching your streams of that too so uh very very nice to hear that you enjoyed that one and the persona 2 duology because there's like um i don't know if you knew this dj no but after persona 1 they came out with uh like two ver- or I think Persona 1 and Persona 2 are connected story wise mm-hmm. but then I also think Persona 2 has like two versions of the game that are oh, connected lovely. God, I don't know God. man per- the whole Persona series is a it's a whole beast of its own you know right yeah but uh yeah after I beat Shin Megami Tensei 4 I'm going to I'm going to play Apocalypse so Oh yeah real quick how's that been going it's been good, man. Um, I don't know if you've if you've hopped into any of the streams while I was live. Um, no, nope, I'm usually at work. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It, it's it's always so random for me whenever I can do it. It's always just whenever either Rosie is asleep. Mm-hmm. That's it. It just has to be whenever Rosie's that's, asleep. That's fine. I mean. Yeah. Uh, so like napping in in like the middle of the day or mm-hmm. after eight o'clock at night. You know. So, oh, okay. Um. So yeah, uh, you could just I'm put really like on, on that for your switch schedule or for your Twitch schedule. Just whenever my yeah, goes whenever to sleep. my daughter's asleep and I'm not yeah. working, right? And I don't have to like hang out with my wife. <laughs> 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 so um, yeah, Persona Four or not Persona, uh, Shin Megami Tensei Four. It's going really well. Um, awesome. I I recently got to a point in the story where things are kind of kicking up, um, but you know I've played it for a couple of sessions. I'm I'm leveling up my. Uh, my uh, my demons and stuff. I, oh. I'm really enjoying the demon mechanic of that game, and just the the conversation aspect. Like mm. you you, uh, it's your it's like Pokemon where you're catching monsters, yeah. but instead of like that RNG based like luck of like oh is it gonna yeah, is it yeah, gonna, yeah like you know am I gonna catch it? It's more like you have to you have to try a few times so that you understand the demon's personality mm. and so that you can enter a conversation with it and pick the right dialogue options so that the demon like is like okay yeah fuck it i'll join you <laughs> all right shit <laughs> yeah so it's That's been cool. really fun especially with um having save states on the on the emulator <laughs> oh nice <laughs> <laughs> makes life a shit ton more easier hell yeah more easier uh so yeah, that's that's that. Uh, One Pin Tones came in saying, Horizon Zero Dawn for me. Should have played it sooner. 100% Dude, agreed. Absolutely. You should have I played agree. it sooner, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good game, man. Uh, I'm excited to... Uh, yeah, One Pin Tones. Whenever, whenever um, Forbidden West comes out, man, I am, uh, I'm excited to hear your thoughts. I hope you give us your thoughts. Fuck yeah, dude. So, uh, Hailfront, um, Nick... He's the he's one of the co-hosts over at uh, Loud Thumbs, the Loud Thumbs podcast. Shout out oh, to those nice. guys. Uh, Hailfront goes. Uh, he he. His pick was Ghost of Tsushima, plus Ooh. the DLC, of course. Just an amazing game and world that I can't wait for more to come out to build upon the already amazing things we've seen. 
Have you uh, have you played Ghost of Tsushima yet? No, but I've heard of a lot of amazing things about it. I I feel like Ghost of Tsushima is going to be my same experience with Horizon Zero Dawn, where mm. it came out, and then all I've heard is like ten out of ten amazing things about it, mm-hmm. and then like two years later I'll, I'll finally like borrow the game from someone and then realize holy fuck why did I not get this game whenever it came out yeah that sounds about me with a lot of newer games because <laughs> that's how really? yeah because you you had Horizon Zero Dawn and you yeah. had it for for a while and yeah you, and I beat I it earlier like, this year for the first time yes that's true yeah <laughs> I borrowed <laughs> for if you if you didn't follow that I borrowed DJ's copy of the game <laughs> like two years after the game came out and I yeah. beat it before him <laughs> uh anyways yeah i'm i'm excited to play ghost of tsushima I'll, I'll definitely whenever i do get that game it's probably going to be the ps5 version so that i can experience that uh you know all the dlc and just kind of the best version of that game tyler tyler rim says one of my favorite games that i've played this year or at least finished this year was yakuza like a dragon an incredible change of the Yakuza series that were honestly uh, action beat-em-up RPGs anyways. Love the whole cast, and it's crazy how they made a pretty competent turn-based RPG uh, in six months after revealing that turn-based combat was an April Fool's joke. I, did, <laughs> I remember when they said that. I guess I didn't catch the fact that it was an April Fool's joke. I, th- I think I just took took them for their word. Like, yeah. oh, cool, Yakuza's going to be turn-based now. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But I know me and you have talked about Yakuza for a little bit. This is just yeah. a series that I really, really, really do want to get into. And I've, I've started Zero a long time ago. It's just kind of... It is a time sink because it's um, it's a lot of cutscenes. It's a lot right. of story yeah. at you all at once before things start opening up. Um, so I just kind of kind of find the time to play that. But right. Yeah. Yakuza Like a Dragon. Nice. That's... Uh, that's a good one, man. I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited to play that. Definitely. Well, cool. That was question of the week. DJ, do you have a favorite game so far that you have played this year? Yes, but I'm going to do something a little different. So the reason okay. I asked this question, well, I mean, sort of, just because this has been something that's been on my mind solely because on my personal channel, I have top 10 videos for the year where I talk about my favorite mm. games that I played within the year of 2020, not necessarily games that came out within the year of 2020, just beat for the first time. And so right. I plan to do that later this year, the same thing, but for the year of 2021. So that's why I asked that question because it was like already, kind of already on my mind. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go ahead and just give you my number 10. <laughs> I'm not going to okay, say. Okay, yeah, number 10. That's a good any, teaser. Yeah. Um, number 10 <laughs> for me of my favorite game that I've played within this year is Zoid's Legacy for the Game Boy Advanced. Uh, yes. Nice. It was, a, it was a lot of fun. She's like, this, I've, I think I've talked about this before on the show. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a yeah. turn-based game about the Zoid's characters where you can play. It has its own original story, but you play as like all the different cast members from the anime of Zoids and stuff like that. And also from like the games too, like from the, just like the games of Zoids. They have like mm. all the different cast members it's turn-based, on original story. It's a lot of fun. I, I enjoyed it a lot, but uh, definitely have some games that I enjoyed a lot more than that. Cool, 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 cool. Well, thanks, man. Thanks for the teaser. No problem. What about you? Yeah, what was your... I... Yeah, so um, I would say probably... I I don't think I even gave much thought to this during the week, but when I'm thinking about it now, I think I have to just say um, 
near replicant. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, that was a because uh, you know that was that was my first time even experiencing near the first mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. and it was just really good, man. I I loved every single song in that game, man. Fuck it. Yeah, um, just uh, like characters like Emil and mm-hmm. um, I'm blanking on uh, Homegirl. What's her name? Fuck yeah! I I had God. the same thing. Uh, yeah i didn't even have to i was i opened up a tab to try to look it mm. up and then it just came to me <laughs> um, <laughs> but know, yeah Kine's emil badass. and kaine i think are uh just so good and what made it even worth my while was just the fact that i i worked hard to get every ending uh, in mm, that game, right, so right. ultimately took me a little over sixty hours of of playtime, um, and I got it discounted too. So I could definitely say I for sure got my money's worth. Fuck yeah! Um, if you're if you're someone who does the dollar per hour type thing, I mean, I I absolutely got my money's worth with that, mm-hmm. and um, it is uh, the story, the uh, all of the themes, all of even like. It's not the most graphically impressive game in the world, but I was very impressed with the visuals. Mm-hmm. Um, some things about it made it, you know, kind of feel like it was still a like, um, you know, 2010 era game. Oh, really? Okay. But um, I mean, it, it, the combat itself was a, from what I understand, a huge step up from like the near game that came out oh, back thank then. god thank god <laughs> yeah oh man oh dude it plays like it plays like uh automata oh nice uh, <laughs> yeah uh so it's a it's a good game man i if if oh, you yeah. haven't I, I know you've already played through the game once but i i definitely no i definitely want to play the the newer one especially yeah since i didn't know at the time that like the american version of the ps3 is different from the japanese version in terms of like you're the dad and you're yes. trying to save your daughter versus it's your sister. Yeah. yeah. And that's really the only difference. There's no mm-hmm. huge like story um, difference going on other than mm-hmm. just that it, itself. Yeah. Um, okay. There is some new story content to this okay. game. Um, yeah, because I know like they add some stuff that sort of supposed to connect to Aut- Automata, right? Yes, but also whenever the game originally came out in the 2000s, um, mm. they or 2010s, I can't remember when the first game came out. Anyways, there was a um, basically an official light novella that came out in Japan only that told basically a deleted scene from this game. Oh. And they turned it into a novella that you could only read in Japan. Wow. They turned that into an entire mission in this game. Oh, and wow. it's, okay. it's really good. <laughs> Neat. Um, that's all I'll say about that. I, I think it's definitely, even if you've played the first game, uh, you know, back when it came out on the PS3 and Xbox 360 or whatever, uh, you know, it's it's worth playing. It's mm-hmm. I highly recommend it. Easily my favorite game that I've played this year. So... Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna do it for question of the week. Fuck yeah! Let's, let's go ahead and just uh, jump into uh, the main course. The meaty, the meat. Give me the meat. <laughs> the meat. So today, me and DJ will be bringing to you our, and these are these are just these are not necessarily. It's not like of the main series, like one through fifteen. 
like how we would necessarily rank these games. These are more so just of our opinions of the Final Fantasy video games that we have played. The this is how we rank our top ten favorite Final Fantasy games. Mm-hmm. So, um, do you do you want to go first? Do you want to do ten first? What's up? Do you want to do you want to do like the like? One person says the whole list and the next person says the whole list? Or do you want no, to do like... No, so it'll be I say number 10, you say number yeah, yeah, 10. Okay. I say number 9. But do you want to go first or do you want me to sure, go first? Sure, I'll go first. Okay, yeah, um, go ahead. So one thing that I want to say real quick is like we actually did some top 10 videos on Videoverse yes. a while back. Back yes. in June 7th of 2020. That's when I, mine was. Yours was a little sooner than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I want to... Real quick, I'm just going to say my original list real quick. So originally, uh, my number 10 was Final Fantasy 13, And now... After playing a few more Final Fantasy games, my number 10 is Final Fantasy V. Number t- Wait, you said it was 13, now it's 5? Yes. yes. Ooh. Yes. Okay. Nice. I'm excited to see if 13 is still in the list. <laughs> well, you have to we'll find have to, out. Yeah, we'll have to find out. Um, okay, cool. Well, why, why, I guess, would you say uh, Final Fantasy V? Um, well, I guess... Um, because you just recently... No, no, you played 5 before, a, a while ago. Yeah, a while um, ago. It's been a long time. <laughs> what was... Um, was Final Fantasy V originally in your list? Yeah. Like, yeah. in the first video? Yes. Um, so, okay, so... What... Uh, it was higher originally in the first video. Okay, okay. What... I guess without spoiling your list right now, um, what made you want to push it to uh, to the back of the list? It just I was just thinking more about some of the newer some of the other Final Fantasy games thinking like eh, actually those games actually enjoyed more overall like plus okay. with 52 it's been a long time since I 52 uh it's been a <laughs> long time since I played that one but from what I remember I did enjoy it the story was nice and the gameplay was fun but like I don't know it's just from off the top of my head, a lot of these other games, I just simply enjoyed the story, the characters, and the gameplay a little bit more. Nice. Yeah, I um, I share that same sentiment with a couple of my picks on here as well. Mm. So. Okay. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, now that you bring it up, video <laughs> uh, verse, because um, I'm trying to think, too, what would be... Uh, I don't know if I'll go ahead and, and say, you know, like where everything was versus where it is now. But mm-hmm. anyways, uh, well, cool, man. Yeah, Final Fantasy V. I've heard great things about that still. I think because I still have not played Final Fantasy V. I think my mm-hmm. first time playing that game will be whenever the Pixel Remaster comes out. Tight. And then there's gonna, already the modding community for the Pixel Remasters is so good. So right. I can't wait to like <laughs> see all the mods that people <laughs> do for five. Sweet. Okay, so um, before I hop into my 10, there are, in fact, three games that I want to basically give an honorable mention to. Okay. Um, Those three games, and also just to reiterate, too, um, all of these games on our our list, um, like for DJ... DJ did not say that Final Fantasy V is the worst Final Fantasy game. <laughs> no, not at all. This is just of his 10 favorites. So with yeah. these three honorable mentions, I do really, really, really like these games. Um, it's just <laughs> there are 10 more 
that <laughs> just kind of beat be, be, beat him to it. Right. Um, the first honorable mention I will say is Final Fantasy fourteen, A Realm Reborn. Oh, okay. And um, not necessarily just A Realm Reborn, just Final Fantasy fourteen as a whole. And mm. that's because I, lo- I really enjoy playing this game, but I have not finished any of it. Mm-hmm. I have not finished uh, the main story campaign. I have not played any of the expansions. Um, just of what I've played of, you know, um, the Realm Reborn story, uh, I think it's really fun. This is a game that I will absolutely uh, finish somewhere down the line. Yeah. I definitely want to stream this game. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, the next one is Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay. That this is a... Sorry, what was that? And I was like, "Oh wow, that one didn't make the list." Yeah, I know. Well, you know, you'll have to you have to see what beat it. But um, yeah. I will uh, I will say I, I do really like this game. This I played Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core before Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. so a lot of the plot twist sort of stuff that happens in Seven was already kind of revealed to me in Crisis Core. Um, I thought the story was intriguing, and I I know a lot of people don't like every character in this game but i i thoroughly enjoyed every character in this game i really liked all of the combat in this game um is made by the same team that made kingdom hearts birth by sleep as well so like visually it looks really good especially for a psp game Mm -hmm. um anyways it's it's good but not not cutting the list just yet (laughs) right um and then my third honorable mention is theat rhythm final fantasy curtain call um this was I know this was number 10 on my video of, yeah. that I that I made for my top 10. So my honorable mentions aren't really in any order. That was what I said wasn't 13 12 11. Yeah. These are just my they would be number 10. <laughs> right. Um but Final Fantasy Theat Rhythm definitely gets uh an honorable mention because I like this whole game simply is just the music of Final Fantasy the game mm-hmm. and as a big music guy myself like whenever it comes to video games um, like because for me sometimes even music in a game will will beat the story for me in some aspects oh, wow. <laughs> you know um, like I'll play a game that has shitty combat shitty story but if it's got mm-hmm. good music bro I'm there Ooh. Yes. so this is a uh, there's there's not really a, a big story to this game. There's kind of like a, a little bit of a story, but not much. But this includes so so many songs. All of the best songs, man. I'm, I'm sure there's some songs that, you know, are not here <laughs> that are in mm-hmm. other games. But for the yeah. most part, these are... You're playing a rhythm game that is just the music for Final Fantasy. It's really good. <laughs> Highly mm-hmm. recommend it. Yeah. And, um... Okay, so those are my honorable mentions. At number 10 for me, and I'm going to go ahead and share the same sentiment that DJ had said with Final Fantasy V. My number 10 is the first Final Fantasy game. Oh, wow. Okay. So I put this really high on my list whenever I made the video, and Mm -hmm. I went on talking about how this was my first Final Fantasy game that I ever played. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, all of my feelings about the game... I I still feel um, 
I think it's a fantastic game. I think <laughs> I was listening to a Twitch stream uh, fairly recently, and uh, I think it was actually um, <laughs> uh, Sean from. Uh, uh, he he's also a member of the. Uh, Ansem Report podcast that I'm in, and he came in and watched one of my streams recently and was talking to me. But I heard him say, he was talking about how the first Dragon Quest game and the first Final Fantasy game uh, are objectively bad games. Mm. Um, Like, they're just bad. Like, there's no way that you can convince him that these are good games. These are just objectively bad, you know, whatever. Sure, they were fine at the time, blah, 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 but they're objectively bad games now. Um, and I'm like, man, maybe he was just talking about the NES game. <laughs> <laughs> At least the NES game compared to the other games. It's not like it's completely unplayable, but there are definitely better versions of it. Oh, but... of course. Of course. <laughs> Anyways, I love Final Fantasy 1. Kingdom Hearts got me into Final Fantasy. I, I'm one of those kind of people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not, you know, not afraid to admit it. You know, yeah, I was I was, I was, was little when I played these games, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I, I thought, I thought that this was a series to where you could only understand it if you played all of them, how they, you know, based Mm -hmm. on their numbered titles, right? Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, well, of course I'll just start with Final Fantasy one because that's the smart thing to do. Um, not that that's a not smart thing to do, but you don't have to do it that way. (laughs) And, um, mandatory. I'm glad, I'm very glad that I played this game. I think it, it still holds up at least you know all of the modern uh remakes and ports that we've gotten of this game i think it still holds up and i think Mm -hmm. it's a solid final fantasy experience um so yeah that's my number 10 fuck yeah dude all right well then now for my oh where the fuck oh jesus where did i put it Uh, (laughs) there you go okay uh, so originally my number nine was final fantasy type zero but now Ooh. my number nine is Final Fantasy Thirteen. Mm. Yes. Um, I guess the reason why, just off the top of my head, is that like, or, to be honest, like when I, I used to be sort of that person on the bad wagon of just like, oh, Final Fantasy Thirteen sucks, blah 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 blah. But like after playing it on the show with Cole on Videoverse, like. Actually had a pretty fun time with the game. I mean, yeah, sure, there's some issues, but I actually enjoyed it for the most part. Um, the combat I enjoyed more than Final Fantasy V. The song "Blinded by Light" is my probably, honestly, my favorite battle theme of the entire so Final Fantasy franchise. So good. Yeah, it's it's very good, and that's just the regular battle theme. Like, what the fuck? Uh, right. The game looks pretty. Um, even for PS3, it looks pretty good. Uh, which I was thinking about that too, just like, so we've gotten a shit, uh, obviously a shit ton of remasters of Final Fantasy X, and we also finally got a remaster of Final Fantasy twelve for the PS4. Yeah. Do you think potentially we could get, for the for the PS5, we could get a remake, not remake, a remaster of Final <laughs> Fantasy thirteen? I think it's going to be, I think if they do it, it's going to be the thirteen trilogy. Mm, um, I, think it, I, I think it's going to happen. I, yeah. Like, you know, Square Enix, ever since, you know, the early 2000s, whenever, you know, we got a, a new president taking over around Final mm-hmm. Fantasy X and that time, his whole thing was like, we have all of these expensive character models that we made. Why are we not using them again? Why aren't we making sequels and stuff? Yeah. So that's why Ten Two came out. That's why we have sequels to, like, 12 and 13 and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really doubt that 
they're just going to leave 13 hanging, especially right. since they made a whole fucking trilogy <laughs> of yeah, these yeah, games. Yeah, yeah, And, like, it's about to be 12 years old later this year. Ooh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, which, that's, damn, the game's been out for that long. I wonder, uh, see, because I know companies like to do this whole, like, round number kind of thing, mm-hmm. so. Ooh, what if they do a 13-year anniversary? Ooh, that would be cool. Because I'm thinking, like, oh, it would probably be, like, 15-year, but I'm also kind of surprised they didn't do it for the 10-year, but now I'm thinking 13-year. Dude. Yeah, that makes sense. That'd be cool. <laughs> Hit the blunt, be like, oh, oh dude. fuck. <laughs> but, yeah, Final Fantasy thirteen is my number nine. Um, I haven't. I played a little bit of thirteen two, and for what I played, I enjoyed that game a little bit more. But I haven't played enough to be like, oh yeah, uh, I know a lot about the game and stuff like that. And I have not touched Lightning Returns at all. Yeah, but I, I own was, all of them. All in all, what? I own all of them is what I was saying. Oh, you own all of them. I thought you said all in all. But no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I have not. I actually just bought Lightning Returns yesterday. Oh wow. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about playing that soon, but uh, in regards to Final Fantasy thirteen two, that was really close to reaching my honorable mentions. Oh, wow. Um, didn't make it, dang. I know, it didn't make it, but I did play thirteen two, and I did like it, but not, not an honorable mention. Okay. So my number nine is Final Fantasy four. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I know. I know this is a this is a big one for you. <laughs> mm. yeah, I was going to say blasphemy. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah, I know. I was like, I know this game's <laughs> going to appear higher up on, on your list. I just know it. Mm-hmm. Um, but four for me, This you got to remember too, though, This I, I played this game for the first time um, at the at the end of 2020. Mm. Uh, so this was a... I, and I played the PSP version, um, mm-hmm. which is a great version. I, I think it. I think. Uh, I think the uh, Super Nintendo version is is fine. I think the the 3D remake for PC, for like Steam and and um, 3D or Nintendo uh, DS and all that. I think those are good versions. Um, the the PSP version is more so that original game, just with some updated sprites. It's got some cool effects. It's got that reorchestrated music, mm-hmm. and it's. Um, same it's it's that 2d sprite they have some like uh retranslated text to make the story fit a little bit better uh they have some extra dungeons and all that it's a it's a good experience i I recommend this version um that said though i mean this is a um from from my perspective this really was i think the first good story driven final fantasy game Mm-hmm. Um, like one, two, and three all had stories of their own, and they weren't all necessarily bad stories. But uh, this one kind of came at it with a cinematic approach, kind Definitely. of proving at the time that um, video games could be just as exciting as film. You know? Yeah. Um, so I appreciate all of that about that. However, um, as someone who's very like story first, mm-hmm. uh, the the story in this game is. Um, incredibly simplistic it, it, it uh, is yes it is very i agree with that yeah not that it's uh, now simplistic doesn't mean bad yep um i i like the plot twists even though i by simplistic i mean i saw them coming but i yeah. don't think that they're like bad twists you know yeah. i think i think the story was well told mm-hmm. um um and you know i'm, I'm a fan of that classic final fantasy 
you know, turn-based combat system. I do mm. enjoy it. I think it's a very fun game. Um, it's obviously better than Final Fantasy One. <laughs> I think I think most people can agree yeah. on that. So yeah, even you know, this is not my favorite Final Fantasy game. I know for a lot of people that is blasphemy, um, but I did enjoy it. It's just it's sticking at number nine for now. That's fine. Oh, but Don't make bad oh, mistakes. I, I just Sorry. like kicked no, the fine. microphone into my mouth. Um, <laughs> I guess I would also say too, <laughs> and this is another thing I'm doing different about my list. My list that I included. Uh, in my video that I made included games that I had not beaten. Uh, mm. So number nine on my video was Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, okay. Which I think is great. <laughs> I just have not beaten the game. So I'm not going to put it in my top ten. Right. Okay. Makes sense. Cool, cool, cool. Well, then moving on to me, we're on the number eight. So originally my number eight was Final Fantasy V. It used to be that high on my mm. list. Um, but now, after playing some more Final Fantasy games, we have a new boy introducing Final Fantasy VIII at number eight. Oh. Yeah. Very cool. Um, Very cool. Final Fantasy VIII was another game that I beat earlier this year for the first time, and I enjoyed it. I uh, actually really liked the story i mean yeah squall a lot of people fucking talk about how cloud is emo and shit like that but clearly they haven't played final fantasy 7 but yeah. when it comes to being yeah. emo squall is fucking emo absolutely <laughs> and i Christ. love it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um but yeah i enjoyed because i mean we i played it for the first time uh back on videoverse 2 with brandon we just played the first disc and at the time i didn't know what the fuck was going on stuff like that uh, didn't really pay too much attention, but now, uh, again, after playing it again, uh, things went a lot smoother. I knew what was going on, and I had a better understanding of how to play the game. Because, like, the gameplay yeah. in eight is a little bit different from the previous uh, seven games in terms of, like, you know, how you use magic and different things like that. And also, probably for me, the worst thing about Final Fantasy VIII is how you get new weapons. Because mm. in order to get new weapons, you have to like find these magazines that are scattered around the world and they're not super just easy to find so you could just go through the whole game never finding any of these magazines and just having like the basic weapons yeah like throughout the entire game is like that that kind of sucks ass um that's like my main criticism with that game but other than that i i think the story for the most part was a lot of fun i enjoyed it the characters were cool and neat um, they, they seem pretty basic in comparison, like the characters. They seem pretty basic in comparison to like Final Fantasy VII, which had a more sure. diverse cast. But uh, yeah. I enjoyed. I enjoyed eight. It was good. Nice. Had a lot more cutscenes too. Like I did not realize. Yes. Holy shit. Definitely. Yeah. There's that's a that's a dialogue heavy game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. Well. Cool. Yeah. My number eight, and I know this is gonna be blasphemy. Oh. My number eight is going to be Final Fantasy VI. Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah. okay. Yeah. So in my video, both Final Fantasy IV and Final Fantasy VI, at the time that I had made that, I didn't put either of those in my list at all because I had not played them yet. Mm. Um, but now I have played both of them, I and I played Final Fantasy VI for the first time um, in January of 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, my initial number eight was originally... Um, Final Fantasy 15. Mm. 
Um, so now, <laughs> eight, eight is uh, being taken up by Final Fantasy VI. And um, I think, re- really, I, I'm just going to kind of share a lot of the same sentiments of Final Fantasy IV, other than the fact that I, I enjoyed this story a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> recently, in our last podcast, whenever we talked about games that we couldn't get into, Tyler Tylerum said that he couldn't get into Final Fantasy VII because it had been overhyped to him his right. entire life, and he played it for the first time very recently, and it what he was just the hype was too much. Mm. Um, that's kind of how I felt about seven and six. Yeah, um, six, I, and I also I I feel like I kind of shot myself in the foot as well because the visuals were a little weird for me because I played the PC version of the game. Mm. I know everyone is like, don't play the PC <laughs> version. But of course, you know, any version of Final Fantasy VI is a good version because it's Final yeah. Fantasy VI, right? Right. Yeah. So, I enjoyed this game a whole lot. I I thought it was <laughs> a lot better than one and four. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, this is a great game. It's got great. It's got great uh, <laughs> music. I'm scared to say my next one because if Final <laughs> Fantasy four and six <laughs> are are nine. And eight, man, whatever. Uh, six is number right, eight. Stick DJ, to your guns. Your, stick to your guns. <laughs> yeah, DJ, what's your number seven? <laughs> so originally, my number seven was Final Fantasy X. But now, my number seven is, you guessed it, Final Fantasy VI. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's one higher. Um, but cool. I pretty much have the same sentiments as you. Not like the fact that it was overhyped. I mean, it was overhyped, but like that didn't ruin my enjoyment of it personally. Um like, but I do agree with you. Like, even though I love four, I can admit that it's not the best Final Fantasy game objectively. Um, I think the story of six definitely is better than four for a fact, and to me, it's better than eight and thirteen and mm. uh, what was my number number uh, five? I, I think the story overall is a lot better. Uh, the combat, the combat was fine. Um, from what I remember, because again, this was another game that I played a long time ago so like pretty much Final Fantasy 1 through 6 I played in preparation for Final Fantasy 15 mm, like right. before Final Fantasy 15 even came out so yeah. that's how long ago it's been since I played these games uh, yeah. <laughs> right but uh, for what I remember because plus the sprite work is really beautiful too like I love the sprite work in 6 sure it's yeah. really nice yeah the music is great the characters are great the fact that there's so many of them is cool and they're all pretty different too is really nice yeah. like i like i love that in games like because sometimes it sucks ass and in, in games because again back to when i talked about zoe's legacy uh the, in that game you get a shit ton of characters from the anime like mm, more right. than 20 or something like that like it's ridiculous but there's really no reason to have that many characters because there's no gameplay difference with them it's just whoever you like but with six you know, all these characters have their own sort of like movesets and stuff like that, and they have their own side quests. And it's cool how like there's even optional unlockable characters, which I fucking love that that, that yeah. that's an option. And it made me it made me hope that like oh maybe with 15 being an open world game, maybe you could do that too. Maybe it would be like some uh, hidden unlockable characters. Like that'd be fucking tight. But, <laughs> no. The expectations. Yeah, no, but I mean it that. <laughs> Those are some of the things that I really enjoyed about the game. Again, it's been a very yeah. long time, but from what I can remember, and also Kefka, he's a solid villain. Yeah, yeah uh, definitely. But yeah, from what I can remember, it was a good game, so I put it at number seven. Yeah, 
yeah, Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy, what you were saying about with all of the characters too, like, um, there is a lot of characters. There definitely is a bunch of characters in mm-hmm. six. Um, but I, I appreciate the fact that they didn't make it one way too overwhelming and yeah. two, like almost all of the characters are, are like good characters, you know, yeah. like yeah. other than maybe like one or two where it's like, why are, why are you here? <laughs> um, <laughs> But a game like Chrono Cross that I was telling you about, there's like, mm-hmm. there's a shit ton of characters. There's like over like forty or something. I don't know. Jesus. There's like a lot of characters. I can't yeah. remember. Anyways, um, yeah, good on you, Final Fantasy VI, for having a solid cast of characters. Fuck yeah. Okay. <laughs> also, I, I can't remember if I said this earlier. Um, I think I misspoke. I think I said that Crisis Core was not in my list last in my last video, but I did take it out of my list. Mm-hmm. Um, be, or I, I took it out of my original video because uh, my original number seven was Crisis Core, okay. uh, and now it's now it's an honorable mention. But my number seven now Uh-oh. that Uh-oh. that will beat the OG Final Fantasy. It beats Final Fantasy four. It beats Final Fantasy six. You guessed it. Oh no! It's Final Fantasy thirteen. Oh. Okay. Okay. And um, this is another game that I, I I beat this game before I beat Final Fantasy uh, four and six, but I beat it within the past like three years. Mm-hmm. Um, I I initially played this game for the first time when it came out, and I had it on the PlayStation three, and uh, I I played. I got pretty far into it. I probably got to like chapter I don't know ten or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the bosses just got too hard for me at the time, and I I gave up, and I and I never finished it back then. So a few years ago, I decided to start all over from the very beginning. I had the PC version. I got that 4K monitor. I put those Ooh. graphics mods on there, bro. Oh. Oh, man, I was I was experiencing these graphics, Yummy. and that's one of the okay. Visually, this is a very pretty game. Say what you mm-hmm. want about Final Fantasy 13 as a whole. Visually, very pleasing. Yeah. I really liked all of the FMVs. I like all the character models in, the, in mm-hmm. these games. Um, like how you were saying with Blinded by Light, beautiful soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, this game went like full like symphony mode and yeah. just put on this beautiful orchestrated soundtrack. Um, 12 also went that route. Um, mm. But, you know, 13, man, I love the soundtrack to this game. As far as the combat goes, yeah, definitely it's it's different. It's really different. There's a lot mm. of auto battling here, yeah. and I know uh, there's a there's a video on YouTube of some guy who uh, <laughs> some guy I can't <laughs> I'm too lazy to look him up right now. But he basically did a um, a video t- asking the question of can you get through Final Fantasy X by just mashing the confirm button? Mm. Um, because a lot of people would say in like to rebuttal against final fantasy 13 they would say like oh you just you just press x all you do is or like press a whatever you just tap that and you win the game because it's all auto battle no no you cannot (laughs) you you will die fairly early on in the game if that's your tactic Um, all of these switching paradigms and stuff i really enjoyed that mechanic of it oh yeah that was cool it definitely makes you feel like you're on your toes with the battle. Like even definitely. though it's like auto, you, you feel like 
you know, you have to, you're still making quick decisions. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the, um, you know, what was it? The uh, Crystarium. Um, mm-hmm. I, f- I found it to be very similar to, uh, you know, a system like uh, Final Fantasy X's or Final Fantasy VII remakes, mm-hmm. where you kind of just, you gain enough, like, AP or, or C. <laughs> I think I think they called it CP. Now that oh I'm yeah, they did. It, yeah, because I remember me and Cole did a dumb bit where we called CP cheese pizza. Yep. Uh, but you know what C- CP is, right? Crystal points, right? Something like that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but <laughs> it's it's child pornography. <laughs> oh Jesus! <All> right. <laughs> which is which is why I just realized it that they called it CP. I'm like, oh god. <laughs> no, no, I, I they did didn't. I did not I, register. I think, the, I think uh, Call of Duty, um, what is it? The big, uh, um, like, what is it? Battle Royale Call of Duty. There's, mm-hmm. I don't know. There's some sort of point system that they also call CP in there. And I'm like, guys, it's it's 2021. <laughs> you can't have a system called CP in your game. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> we're not able to be monetized yet. So I'm not worried about being demonetized by saying mm-hmm. that. Anyways, um, that whole system where you just have to gain all of those points uh, to eventually just unlock these predetermined abilities mm-hmm. um, in your grid or whatever. Um, sure, it's simplistic, but I, I still enjoy that, and it's satisfying to watch the bar go up, you know, until you oh, finally yeah, unlock it. I don't know. This game was just very visually, and it, like, it stimulated all my senses. Definitely. <laughs> no, I get that. So I really enjoyed this one. Hell yeah, man. All right, well, moving on to number six. So, originally, my number six was Final Fantasy VI. Wow. Um, But now, my number six is a game that you actually mentioned not too long ago. That is Final Fantasy X. Oh. My number six, yes. Um, The thing with that is Final Fantasy X, I believe I beat last year for the first time, I think. If not, the year before that. Um... I enjoyed it. The The story was a lot of fun. The characters were cool. Um, Yuna, Titus, Waka, uh, Lulu, Orin. Yep. Yep. Oh, fuck the, 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 Yo Jimbo. Yo Jimbo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love him. Um, I mean, all those characters were great. Um, uh, Kamari. Wait, did, oh, Kamari. is that who you're saying? Yeah. So Wait, I was trying, I'm to... trying to think of which character you were talking about. Riku. <laughs> Yeah, Riku, yeah. Uh, yes, Riku, yeah, there we go. I mean, all those characters are great. I was just trying to remember the names of all the fucking characters. Um, gotcha, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, all the characters were great. The story was fun. I mean, yeah, sure, you can harp on the whole uh, linear shit, uh, which I get it, but um, it was fine for me. It was different. I didn't mind it too much. Um, yeah, it was great. The The gameplay was a lot of fun. That's probably my main thing with it, of why I like it so much and why it's so high was the gameplay. It's standard turn-based, but it did it very well um, and stuff like that. Uh, the music is cool, too. Um, probably the thing that I like least about Final Fantasy X, for what I can remember, oh, I literally is the fact that, like, despite the fact that, that there's so many remasters of this game, you can't <laughs> skip cutscenes. On is the PC s- version, you can. Oh, finally, on the PC. Only, oh, only on the PC version. Yeah, that's ridiculous. The, but the fact that like there's so many versions of that, and yeah. majority of them, you can't skip a cutscene <laughs> exactly. is stupid. I hate that. 
It's so it. stupid. That's like yeah. my main criticism of that game. Other than that, I, I enjoyed it. It was a good game. Nice, man. Yeah, well, uh, Final Fantasy X is also my number six. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Look so. at us. Finally, we're, we're meeting somewhere here. We're, we, we have somewhat similar tastes. Um, yeah, so Final Fantasy X, man. I, everything that you say, I completely echo all of that. Um, I do like the story. I like the characters. Um, I even like the voice acting. Come at me. <laughs> and uh, and um, yeah, with the whole linear thing, too. I mean, this, this game for me does beat out Final Fantasy XIII uh, for me. Um, but realistically, I mean, I think I think those two games uh, can rightfully be compared to each other very regularly because you yeah. know it was after this point people started complaining, oh, it didn't, you, it, it's not what it used to be, and it's like, no, I mean, I guess it's kind of turning into its own thing now, and if it's going to be linear, you know, I'm I'm not going to object to it. I'll I'll see what it has to offer, and if I like it, I like it, and I think Final Fantasy X did the linear storytelling of Final Fantasy a like the best. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's uh, it's very good. And um, I did play 10 part 2 as well and I considered that being an honorable mention as well, but I it's I'm not a huge fan of 10 part 2. I think it's Dang fun. Dang it. Especially with the story, I'm not a fan. That's I'm, my I'm a fan one. of the gameplay of 10 2, not a fan of the story. Mm. But yeah, I guess that's all of my other than everything that you said about Final mm. Fantasy 10, that's that's all my other input. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, then moving on to five. We're at the halfway yeah. point. So originally, my number five. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh. My original number five was 12, the Zodiac Age. Um, but like I had mentioned before, or sorry, not five. My original number six was mm. 12, the Zodiac Age. Okay. Uh, but but like I had mentioned, I I still have not play, like beaten this game. Yeah. Um, and at the time that I made the video, I also I just had not beaten it, but I played a huge portion of it and I really enjoyed it. So I was like, "Fuck it, I'm putting it as number six. So, anyways, Hell yeah. <laughs> good shit, Continue. good shit. So originally, my number five was Final Fantasy fourteen, A Realm Reborn specifically. Mm. Um, but now my number five is Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> nice. Goddamn right, got him. So same thing with Gavin is like. Ten. <coughs> oh, fuck. Don't die. Don't die. <coughs> I'm thinking about it. water, bro? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to take a sip. Take a sip. Okay, hold on. Quick water break. I'm going to cut this part out. I'm going to go grab some water. <laughs> real real quick before you continue, I just, I walked out to go grab some water and mm. saw my daughter was just up, just walking <laughs> around, and I'm like, what the fuck? It's like, an hour, it's like two hours past your bedtime. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Final Fantasy fourteen. Yes, Final Fantasy fourteen is my number five. Um, same thing with Gavin in the sense of like I technically haven't beaten this game but I did beat a portion of this game because the Realm Reborn section has like two parts to it it's the 7th Umbral Era Quests and the uh, 7th Astral Era Quests is what makes up a Realm Reborn before you move on to Heaven's Ward and I've beaten the first part uh, 7th Umbral Era Quests um and from what I've played, like, the story uh, is a lot of fun, a lot of really cool. Kind of hate how there's just a lot of text you got to read. Um, but other than that, uh, I, it, it looks great. Like, things how I talked about with 13, how that looked pretty. Like, Final Fantasy 14 looks fucking beautiful. I love that game. It's, yeah. it's so beautiful. And the fact that, like, you're pretty much 
you know, the thing of you're making your own character living in the world of Final Fantasy and stuff like that. That's really fucking cool that you can do that. Um, And, like, this game has is probably, honestly, for me, my favorite MMORPG uh, that I've ever played. Like, other MMOs. Yeah, other MMOs I played, like, they're, they're fun, but those games I get bored of way quicker than other regular JRPG games. But A Realm Reborn... I can play that for a little bit longer. It, I'm a lot more yeah. engaged with that game. Uh, yeah, it's great. Um, there's so many different different things you can do, like so many different side quests and dungeons and stuff like that. And it's cool how, like, in later side dungeons, they add a lot of nods to previous Final Fantasy games. Like, you can literally right. fight previous bosses and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really fucking I've cool. seen the Kefka battle. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Um, but yeah, no, Rumble Born is just a really fucking cool game. I mean, the other main thing that sucks is the fact that like you, you, you have to pay a monthly subscription to play it. Um, so usually, what I what I do is like whenever there's because uh, so, sometimes they have a free campaign where you can play for a certain amount of hours and stuff like that. So I usually do that um, with Rumble Born. And my plan is is that there's a few Final Fantasy games mainland that I haven't played yet. So my plan is I want to beat those first and then uh, save Final Fantasy XIV last and just focus solely on that game in terms of the story yeah. of beating that one. But yeah, that's yeah. Uh, my number five, Realm of Born. Nice. Very, very cool. <clears throat> yeah, I want, to, I want to be there to that point too where I can focus all of my gaming energy just into that game. <laughs> mm-hmm. My number five is Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, <laughs> yeah! Like you were saying earlier, man, emo emo characters, dude. <laughs> dude, I am a sucker for melodrama. Hell yeah! Um, like whether it's music or movies or shows or video games, I I'm a fan of of the emo characters, man. <laughs> I think it's I think it's so good. I this game is obviously with. You know, it, it does. It goes without saying. It has its flaws, and yeah. I think the um, the combat and like the whole like progression and like really the easiest way to beat the game is by not fighting a single enemy. Yeah. You know, the whole game. Anyways, yeah, I'll, I forgot about that. The fact that like leveling up is actually not a good thing. Right. But it's like, how how else are you gonna have like? a good time doing it <laughs> you <Right>. know <laughs> it's like i guess you could just go through the story and not fight anyone mm-hmm. but that's not like that's not fun that's yeah, why you got you got to play it like it's a video game yeah because for people to say like oh the game becomes really easy if you don't play it like it's a video game it's like yeah but if you play it like it's a game it's challenging and fun yeah exactly so i i don't know it's kind of it's kind of weird i see why people have their gripes with it and all that but ultimately for me it's it's the love story i i I don't know i i love the love story in this game um i know some people cringe at it and yeah it's cringy some of it definitely is but it's like yeah I, i don't know i just especially those like that opening portion of the game whenever you're like really trying to figure out like what the fuck squall's deal is mm-hmm. <laughs> you know um and like he's got this weird love triangle like with it, with his teacher too it's yeah you know it's like some of it is kind of like oh i okay yeah i don't know i don't know <laughs> you just kind of have that like weird feeling about yeah, it no i get but it. then it I just it, it just grows on you and you're like i love this i love this so <laughs> much so for me this this is a this is a port this is a part in my uh in my list where uh, story definitely uh, wins over gameplay for me. 
Okay. Uh, and my my number five in my original video was also Final Fantasy VIII. So there hey, you there you go. Yeah. All right, now on to four. So originally, my number four was Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced for the Game Boy Advance. But now, my number four is Final Fantasy IV. Oh, yes. really? Yes. I'm surprised that it's not uh, like top three at least. Nope. Uh, after thinking about it more, nah, not really. I mean, so for those that don't know, Final Fantasy IV is the first Final Fantasy game that I've ever played. Not necessarily beaten at the time, but then when I was going through my saga of playing all the Final Fantasy games in preparation for 15, when I got to four. I don't know what it is about it, but I fell in love with the story for some reason. Like that, yeah. Final Fantasy IV is the one that I was the most engaged in with the story. And But to be honest, as you were saying, Gavin, like, yeah, it is pretty simplistic. and But I still enjoy it. Like you said, simplicity, simplicity doesn't mean it's bad. Like, right. it, it, it depends on the way you execute it and stuff like that. And I think it did it well and stuff like that. And, but probably my main gripe of the story not to spoil any or anything like there's some stuff where like they sort of do these things where it's like oh shit this terrible stuff is happening and then it's like never mind everything's fine later in the game yeah. it's like all right cool <laughs> i will say um, one of the por- one of the parts in that story that actually did uh trigger some sort of emotional response mm-hmm. from me was um whenever uh Pollum and porum turn into stone yeah, that, that's the main one that I was like, fuck, yeah. man. Yeah, I felt it. <laughs> yeah, felt definitely, it. definitely. Oh, gotta love those kids. But yeah, Final Fantasy IV, <laughs> I love that game. Um, the the combat, you know, was the first one with the act, with the active time battle system, and that was a lot of cool. It was very engaging. Instead of just like everyone taking your turn, you got sort of had to like think about what you're doing. Like, oh shit, I can't just like take my time. They're like attacking me right. as I'm thinking. I gotta fucking make a move quick. Uh, I love the characters Cecil, Rydia, um, Yang, Tella. All the oh, no fuck Tella actually. He's a fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> yeah, all of them are great. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Final Fantasy IV just holds a special place in my heart. But I can't admit that there are some games that I think are uh, just objectively better. But I love okay. Final Fantasy IV. Nice. Yeah. So my original. Uh Wait, yeah, this is number four, right? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> my my original number four was Final Fantasy VI. Oh. And uh, yeah, it got it got bumped down just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but that's because, uh, well, actually, kind of the same situation in my video as well. But my number four is Final Fantasy VII. Mm. Uh, yeah, classic, old school PlayStation OG. One. Oh, uh, Emulated on the PlayStation Four, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I played this game for the first time fairly recently, and and kind of like how Tyler Tylerims was saying with his experience, you know, it's been hyped for years. Everyone has told me it's the greatest video game of all time. Mm. You know, what did he say? The greatest thing since sliced like sliced bread, something like that. Yeah. It was something funny. <laughs> <laughs> he said it was the greatest thing since Reese's Puffs. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I think this is a good game. I love this game a lot. Uh, yeah, it good. was definitely overhyped, especially 100%. if you come at it from the perspective of playing like almost all of the other Final Fantasy games, especially all the newer ones, and mm-hmm. then going back to this one. Not that it's, you know, not that like 
bad graphics are necessarily bad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've played plenty of... Some of my favorite games of all time have shitty graphics. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, visually, the game didn't really age very well. So the big thing here for me, again, with, with like some of these other ones, too, it's the story, the characters, and the music. Mm-hmm. All of it is just so good. Definitely. I love all of the plot twists that happen uh, mm-hmm. in the game. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I'll talk about it later. Uh, <laughs> but I, the story in this game is good. Um, for anyone who is, I guess, upset about the whole remake situation and how the story is different, it's just kind of like, hey, well, at least you still have the amazing story of the original one that you can yeah. always go back to. It, it, I think it's always going to be available on everything modern. Yeah. Um, like Square def- definitely wants people to remember the original Final Fantasy VII. Uh, yeah. And for a good reason, because it's fantastic. I love this game. This is, yeah. Uh, yeah, so sits right here at my number four. Good shit, good shit. Okay, so. Top three, top, top three. three. Top three, baby. So originally, my number three was Final Fantasy XII, the Zodiac Age for PS4. Mm. But now my number three is Final Fantasy Tactics Advance for Game Boy Advance. Nice. Um, I just love because I, I said this with six of the sprite work, and I love the fucking sprite work of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. I think just sprite work of Game Boy Advance games in general. I love that era. Um, that's one of the reasons why I love Mega Man Battle Network so much too, is I love yeah. the sprite work in that game. Um, and also, too, in terms of, like, turn-based combat and stuff like that, because this game is grid-based, and right. I, I enjoy grid-based systems a little bit more than traditional turn-based games. That's sure. also one of the reasons why I love the Disgaea series, is that's literally what it is. It's a grid-based system game. I'm um, still just so surprised that you have not played the OG Tactics. I have played a little bit, but I haven't beaten it. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's what I meant. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, because, I mean, this was one of the first ones that I played like I, I played Final Fantasy Tactics as a kid many many times like I remember playing the first two hours so many times as a kid but the first time I ever beat it was last year for the first time and I loved it the story was great it's very simplistic again because you're playing as like little kids in this like fantasy world and Final Fantasy Tactics Advance takes place in sort of the the world of Evil East like in 12 right. with like different uh, and um, Vagrant Story yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's all it's all that. in the same world. Tight. That's awesome. Yeah, I kind of appreciate appreciate that. Like it's it's similar, but it also has a lot of new things to it cuz Evilise is sort of more of like a deserty kind of world too and stuff like that. The different yeah. summons, different races. Well, I mean, they they add races, I should say. Um, sure. it's really cool. <laughs> I I I I don't know. I just really enjoy this game. The combat was a lot of fun. A lot of things you could do. I don't know. It was very peaceful and fun. Nice, man. Yeah, I, uh, I, I still have not finished Tactics yet, but once I do, I want to get through all the Tactics games. Cause Definitely. Over time, same as you, I think I'm enjoying the grid base uh, a lot more. I'm, I'm starting to appreciate it a lot more. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number three, top three. Go, baby. Number three for me is Final Fantasy fifteen. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. I know, I know this was, 
Uh, I just feel like my list is controversial. Like I got like the the best one, the quote unquote best ones, like at the end, and I got like thirteen and fifteen, like beating all that. <laughs> Anyways, fifteen, um, dude, fifteen's just fun, man. I, mm-hmm. And the world is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Same thing with like thirteen. Like I can just listen to this soundtrack just doing anything. The music is so good. I have some issues. I mean, like it's not it's not perfect, obviously. Yeah. Um, no, no game really is. Uh, but like with the characters, and uh, I, I just appreciate Noctis a lot as a character. Um, I like his design a lot. I like. Uh, I was, you know, I was hoping that it was gonna be. You know, versus thirteen, and who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe that'll still happen because who? Namor is fucking crazy. Yeah. But uh, regardless of how it turned out, I I think the story is interesting. Now that we have like the sort of complete um, version of the game, I'm I more so want to go back and play through it all again. Now that it, there's like the royal edition and mm-hmm. it's got every single piece of content that you can imagine attached to it. Um. Man, Yoko Shimomura did the mm-hmm. soundtrack to this game. So yeah. I yeah. talked about her a whole lot in our yeah. uh, video game music episode. She did the soundtrack to Kingdom Heart, like all of the Kingdom Hearts games and uh, Super Mario RPG. Like she did, she's done a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, she stayed in close connections to Tetsuya Nomura, who was originally going to be the director of this uh, uh 15 slash versus 13 sort of world mm-hmm. and um it was all kind of a part of this fabula nova novala crystallis thing with the 13 mm-hmm. series and typo and all that yeah and um i just i like the world building here i mean it's it's a part of this sort of final fantasy mythos but the world building in this game i think is top-notch stuff i <laughs> it's Fuck tops it. baby tops yeah, so I don't know. I really like the game. I like the action combat, even though I didn't even realize. Maybe I mentioned this to the to uh, da, da, da. maybe I mentioned <laughs> this to you recently, but I did not even realize that you could attack enemies by just holding down the circle button the entire time. Um, whenever I played through the whole game, I just mashed the circle button because I thought mm-hmm. it was like a. I thought it was like a Kingdom Hearts type, like yeah, button yeah. mashing kind of game. I didn't realize that it was as simplistic as just holding down a button. No, yeah, and you, <laughs> you like auto auto attack and auto dodge by doing that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I was so confused why people hated the combat initially mm-hmm. because I was like, why? It's fun. You can just like dodge, <laughs> you can like dodge roll and stuff, and you just mash the circle button. It's like <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. I love it. But now I see why people aren't fans mm-hmm. of it. But nonetheless, I still love it. This is top three for me. Fuck yeah, that's awesome. Um, now moving on to top two. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, yeah, okay. Two. So originally, my number two was Final Fantasy four. Oh wait, real fast. My number three was the first Final Fantasy. Oh wow, you used to be that high. Wow. Yeah. Well, because like how you were saying, like Final Fantasy five for you used to be a lot higher for you. Yeah. yeah and yeah. then you just kind of realize, eh, well, I had a better time with these other ones. Right, yeah. So I think that's kind of where my decision making came for that one. Anyways, okay, cool. Well, yeah, my number two originally was the the Final Fantasy IV, the first main Final Fantasy game for me. But now my number two is Final Fantasy XII: The Zodiac Age. Ooh. Um, the big thing for me with this game is the combat. I love it. Yeah, I love it a lot. Um, the fact that you can like 
especially in the newer version, you can get two different job classes together. You can like do different combinations. Because I think what I did with Vaughn is I had him be like a like a samurai plus uh, a time mage, which mm. was a lot of fun. And the fact that you can do that is really cool. Different combinations. Um, the story was interesting. It was neat. The fact that like when you're playing the story, you realize. Is Vaughn even the main character? <laughs> like they don't yeah. really focus on him a lot, which is, which I mean, is not terrible. It was, it was interesting to think about and stuff like that. And the story was fine. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, I I liked the characters and like again, what I was saying with Final Fantasy Tactics Advance, the fact that like it's in a different sort of realm of evilies and stuff like that. Where I don't know something about that I really like. That's one yeah. of the reasons why I love Final Fantasy in general. Where like each game does enough different to make it its own game but also still has the same elements to be like oh yeah this is a Final Fantasy game and the fact mm-hmm. that 12 adds more to that by being in a different world with Ivalice and different summons and all these other races and stuff like that I don't know it was really cool to me um, yeah. yeah I don't know just the, the combat in 12 in terms of the other uh, games that I talked about on this list I just really enjoyed Nice, and oh, man. the gambit system too. That's really fucking cool. <laughs> gambit system is cool. I do yeah. like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Of of the little that I have played of it, I've played maybe the first like five or six hours of it or mm-hmm. so. But that's a, that's another one that I I have to finish. I, lo- I like you okay. said. For me, from what I've played, combat was the big thing for me. Definitely. Okay, so my original number two was Final Fantasy VII. Oh, okay. My new final, or sorry, my new, <laughs> yeah, my new number two is Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, this was, this was an incredibly fun game. I agree. I, I mean, sure, it's directed by Tetsuya Nomura. A lot of people just say, like, I'll even say it, too. Like, if you're a fan of Kingdom Hearts combat, you're going to love playing this game because it's a lot of that same system. Um, but it is – it's also very different, <laughs> um, yeah. you know, because Final Fantasy VII gameplay and story rely heavily on uh, materia as a concept. And uh, the Materia system in this game, I think I understood the Materia system better through Remake than I did in the original seven. <laughs> yeah, and um, not not that I, th- I don't know, maybe it's just because I didn't read good enough in the uh, original seven. But um, just playing through this game was just such a freaking blast, man. Um, the story is compiled of those like first like three hours of the original game and they turn it into like a 30 hour experience Mm. but they also um they you know i don't want to i'll we'll try to keep this as spoiler free as possible um but if you've listened before we've talked at length about these uh you know the, the thing about seven but they are changing up a lot of the story stuff yeah to, to the point where though we're ex- extremely excited about seven remake part two i really ha- have no idea what's gonna happen same you know? yeah i like they, they could do anything now now that they've like you know exited midgar <laughs> um because you know this whole game it's it just takes place in midgar mm-hmm. now that they will be out of midgar for part two and onward 
it's just like what are they going to do so i i i like the story for what it is if you Mm -hmm. look at it as um maybe a sequel to the original one things start to maybe make sense a little bit more if you look at it as a completely separate entity from the original seven um you know i think you'll be less upset about (laughs) some sort of story (laughs) changes um but as far as like those opening hours where you're going through like um the mako reactor you know all of the little comparisons it's such a faithful remake it's like this beginning portion is such a good remake um and a lot of it is well remade as well um it's it was just so nice to see everything that you love about midgar like you know um the whole wall market portion and the cross-dressing scene and the little mini games where you're lifting mm-hmm. weights and all this stuff there was a lot of attention uh, attention to detail here and you know i think you can anyone's entitled to their own opinion based on like where the story's going so mm-hmm. far but i don't think anyone can say that they don't care about this new series of final fantasy 7 they yeah. obviously care a lot about it um, and I'm just excited to see where it goes. So yeah, Definitely. Final Fantasy VII Remake right now is my second favorite Final Fantasy game. Dang. Okay. Tight. Yeah. Well, Gavin, I got to say, what you said about Final Fantasy VII Remake is exactly <laughs> why Final Fantasy VII Remake, both on the original list and my new list, is my number one favorite Final Fantasy game of all time. Nice. The there you yes. go. <clears throat> I love the combat. Um, and Final Fantasy VII remake Final Fantasy 7 in general like the original one was already pretty solid um right. but for me the remake just took that for the most part and made it so much better like 10 times better in a lot yeah. of areas the characters were great the fact that they have voices now a lot of so good i feel like they've yes. even added more personality to a lot of these characters too yeah i'd say so i i yeah. definitely even like like Biggs Wedge and Jesse mm-hmm. yeah like, they were basically just throwaway characters in the original yeah. one, but now they have personalities. <laughs> Definitely. Fuck yeah. I mean, Jesse was a little horny, but that's all right. Oh, yeah, that's um, a little horny. That's <clears throat> but yeah, and like, yeah, they just added a lot of... They, they did a lot that was familiar and pretty much just like re, recaptured that experience of playing Final Fantasy VII for the first time, just enhancing yeah. that with, you know, like you said, the Mako Reactor and stuff like that, and how just... It, it was really cool to see it from having played the original to playing the remake again, sort of comparing everything. It was yeah. a lot of cool, but I also loved the... Well, not necessarily loved, more like appreciated the the new stuff that they added. Now, mm-hmm. I know sort of the, the weird ghost people, uh, that yeah, was... The <laughs> yeah, it was pretty the controversial. Dementors. Yeah, the Dementors. I didn't... It's hard for me to know how I feel. I mean... I guess I can, yeah, the plot goes. I can (laughs) respect what they did, how they're sort of like trying to add some new stuff to it. I don't know. I don't, I don't hate it, but I don't love it, I I guess is what I'm trying to say with that. Sure. Um, But yeah, no, it was, it's just a really fucking solid game. I enjoyed, I enjoyed every minute of, of seven remake that I played. And I love the fact that like, there are a lot of portions where you played more with earth too. Cause I, I feel like, because I, th- I think in the original Final Fantasy VII, you didn't really play, especially in the Mako portion, you didn't really play with Aerith too much, I don't think. Yeah, in the, in the Midgar. Yeah. yeah. Not so a whole it's lot. cool that yeah. you get to be with her more often, which is cool, and stuff like that. And yeah, the game just looks beautiful. It just looks great. Yes. I loved it. It absolutely does. Yeah, no. Final Fantasy VII Remake, for me, solid game. 
Yeah. Best best Final Fantasy for you right now? Yep, right now, yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, and just even more stuff with that. Like, all of the rearrangements of the music, mm. so fucking good, man. I agree. I love the soundtrack. Well, my, my number one is the same as it's been um, since I first played this game and the same that it's been uh, in my old video. And that is Final Fantasy IX. Oh! Yeah, Final Fantasy IX, for me, I really think um, is is the best Final Fantasy game. <laughs> um, it's just so good on so many levels. Uh, I, I, I think the characters um, really are the big shiny attraction here. I think Definitely. that like the gameplay is is fun and I think they've used a lot of the mechanics of uh, like you you gain an item and then once you use that item it's like equipped to your character enough um, you you uh, obtain whatever ability comes with that item. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah yeah. And um, you know, just stuff like that. I, I they they kind of did something like that um, whenever they made Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Uh, they had like same kind of gameplay mechanic in that same way, mm-hmm. uh, but it, from what I understand, I, I think it started here in Final Fantasy IX. Um, I could be wrong about that. There could have been another game that started that trend before this one, but Vivi, uh, Vivi, I believe is the is the best video game character ever made. Um, besides, like, well, I don't know, because I like Big Boss a lot. I'm a big Metal Gear Solid fan as well, mm-hmm. um, but I would say Vivi is he's Vivi is in my top three video game characters of all time. Wow. Yeah, no, Vivi was great. He was. I awesome. think if yeah, I think if I were to if I were to just lay down right now my three favorite video game characters of all time, it's going to be um, in no particular order: Sora, Vivi, and Big Boss. <laughs> yeah, one of those is not like the other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. But that's cool. That's cool. Um. Vivi is so great. All of the music in this game, I don't really, th- I don't think there's a single um, song in this game that I dislike. Other than the fact that whenever me and you were playing through this game <laughs> on Videoverse and mm-hmm. your uh, your PlayStation background uh, had oh, the theme song, yeah, yeah, oh man, that that did get old because <laughs> that was just the only because we would have so many breaks where we weren't recording and we'd be on yeah. the home screen and it would just be that song on repeat and repeat and repeat Jesus. for hours I, we probably we've probably listened to that song longer than we played final fantasy 9 on the show honestly probably yeah that makes, <laughs> yeah Jesus. um yeah nobuo uematsu uh really did pull out everything like he pulled out all that he had at this point in time, and he put it all in this game. And the soundtrack is so good. Oh, um, yeah. This is the, this was the last one that Hironobu Sakaguchi worked on, and I really think that a big a big um, uh, I guess reason why this game ended up uh, hooking so many people and grabbing so many people's hearts was just the fact that since it was uh, the last game that the creator would be working on. They incorporated so many references from Final Fantasy 1 through 8 up to this point. Mm-hmm. And um, even as a PlayStation 1 game, like, sure, you can you can play, like, the uh, the newer remasters and stuff, but if you bust out the, um, the PlayStation 1 version of this game, 
mm. you'll see that it's probably one of the best looking PS1 games ever made. Like oh, it no. came out right as like the PlayStation 2 was happening too. So it's one of the later PlayStation 1 games. So graphically, I even though I know people had uh, issues with the non-realistic um, depictions of characters and locations and stuff, but I think visually it holds up way better than Final Fantasy 7 or 8. Oh, 100%. Um, that game looks yeah. great. Yeah, it's um, like it's it's an art style thing people weren't a fan of, but I think visually speaking, like what I would rather look at, I would much rather look at the original Final Fantasy IX than the original Final Fantasy VII or VIII. Yeah, definitely, no. It is a huge improvement from each game. Yeah. In terms of art style, yeah. Yeah, but uh, anyways, Final Fantasy IX, I just, I love playing this game. I've, I've beaten this game more, either two or three times total. I'm, I'm doing another playthrough right now just on my own with the uh, PC version. There's a mod called the Mogiri mod, which um, basically takes the modern port uh, that came out like on PS4 and PC and Xbox and all that. And um, they took all of the pre-rendered backgrounds and completely upscaled everything to be uh, like 4K resolution. Mm. And um, that you can change the text to look more like the PlayStation 1, like sort of like pixel text and all that Mm -hmm. all of it just looks really clean it makes it looks look less like a mobile game because the mobile version got the same port (laughs) um anyways if you do plan on playing this game i highly recommend playing the pc version with the mogiri mod it makes it look beautiful and good sweet (laughs) but uh yeah that's uh that's gonna do it so real fast dj give it give me your top 10 just go down the list okay my top 10 are Final Fantasy 5, Final Fantasy 13, Final Fantasy 8, Final Fantasy 6, Final Fantasy 10, Final Fantasy 14, Final Fantasy 4, Final Fantasy Tactics Advanced, Final Fantasy 12, and Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Nice. Solid. That's DJ's top 10. My, my top 10 goes Final Fantasy, the first one, Final Fantasy 4, Final Fantasy 6, Final Fantasy 13, Final Fantasy 10, Final Fantasy 8, Final Fantasy 7, Final Fantasy 15, Final Fantasy 7 Remake, and Final and Final Fantasy 9 at number 1. And my honorable mentions were 14, Crisis Core, and Theat Rhythm. Well, Gavin, there's one question that I want to ask you real quick before we like started winding down. Sure, is, uh, sure, sure. What's the next Final Fantasy game you would like to beat? Um, like starting starting from the beginning, yeah, and just like have not played it. Yeah. I think for me right now, it's a toss up between five and tactics. Okay. I mean, I fourteen I think is a given, but it's also just such a commitment. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, so it's it's between five and tactics. Okay, cool. What about what about you? So for me, I'm sort of I already have them listed out, and okay. what I'm doing is I'm foc- I only have just four. I'm focusing on just the mainline games first, and then I plan to focus on the spinoffs and stuff like that, or the sequels mm. and stuff like that. Right. So the next Final Fantasy game that I know for a fact that I want to play is Final Fantasy 15. 
Mm, that's uh, right. Yeah, I forget I'll that be... you have not played that game. No, I have. Or but you, only like sorry, the first three it. chapters. Yeah. 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 Well, I've do, only do been you like... have the? Um, do you have like all of the Royal Edition I do. DLC? I do. Yes. Nice. So there I'm good go. to go for that. But yeah, Final Fantasy 15 will be the next one that I want to beat, and then after that will be Final Fantasy 9, and then after that will be Final Fantasy 2, and then once I beat Final Fantasy 2, I will focus primarily on Final Fantasy 14. Which uh, which two are you gonna play? Uh, probably. Well, I mean, I know the the PSP version is the definitive one, but. I don't have it has an the easy most content. I think. Yeah, I don't have an easy way to get to that, so I was just gonna do the Game Boy Advance version. Ah. That's the one that I played originally. Which, honestly, I was very close to being that game because I played it, like I said, a long time ago, preparing for Final Fantasy 15. I got to like the second to last level of that game, but uh, for some reason, because in, in previous Final Fantasy games, you have your airship and it has to land on like solid ground in order for you to be able to like move on the world or whatever and in two there's a portion to where you have to land on like the the some like medieval castle or whatever in order to advance through the stage and for some reason no matter what i did i just couldn't land on the castle that i was supposed to be on so i just said fuck it i'm doing final fantasy 2 <laughs> man all right right on yeah. i will say i i'm not like a fan of like um like mobile games, like ga- games that are you know better for having button layouts and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of playing those on mobile stuff. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if you uh, if you you know you could get it on PC too or like on your laptop because it's not super powerful. But uh, Final Fantasy II Pixel Remaster, I would say is worth the is worth the price alone for the soundtrack. Okay. Because say what you want about all of like the Pixel Remaster stuff. The music in all of the Pixel Remaster games have the definitive versions of all of their soundtracks so far um, over all of their like original releases. Um, okay. Like, and it's all like headed by Nobuo Uematsu. Like he he rearranged all of these himself. Mm-hmm. Um, so like these are brand new versions of these tracks, and they are so fucking good. They are like. They're like they're so good. <laughs> okay, so well, tight. You know what? Yeah, I will do that. I will play the Pixel Remaster of Final Fantasy Two. Because oh, I mean, nice I did, I did play it on my computer, like the emulated GBA version. I played it on my computer. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, two, uh, like the Pixel Remaster should not be very like uh, graphic intensive. Because I know you don't have like a yeah, like no, a big gaming PC or anything. <laughs> yeah, no, your computer should absolutely be able to run it. Okay, tight. Um, Though I will say, if you want just, like, the best version, it's the PSP version. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> okay, well, cool. Um, right on. Oh, we didn't... Um, let's see. What should we do for maybe a question of the week? I have no clue. We could just make it easy. We'll well, pro- actually, we, may, we might not get a uh, get a bunch of ones, but... Wait, were you going to suggest something? Yeah, I had an idea. I don't know if we've done this before, but I was thinking, like, maybe we could ask what's... Because we sort of talked about this earlier in the podcast. Is, like, what's a game franchise that you haven't got into that you want to get into? I don't know if we've asked uh, that before. I think that was... Um, what did what did we play? Oh, a game franchise. Okay. I don't think we did, actually. Um, I'm looking through them. Yeah, I don't think we have done that one. Yeah, 
Nice. Okay, let's do it. What is a video game franchise that you've been wanting to start, but you have not gotten into it yet? Or maybe you have started it, and uh, you're je- you're like your toes are just barely in the water. You're, right. You're, yeah, you're yeah. trying to get sucked into it. Right. What, what game are you trying to play? What what game series are you trying to get into? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Well, that's the new question of the week. I'll be sure to put that in the uh, in the Discord for everyone over there. If you're listening um, and you're not a part of the Discord, join the Discord. Um, you can also answer the question of the week uh, via the YouTube video as well if you're watching this on YouTube. Hello, everyone. Hello. Um, yeah, so I guess just some other housekeeping stuff other than just joining the Discord. That's where you can... Uh, uh, it's kind of just our little community of of people who who listen to our uh, podcast and and we do question of the week stuff over there. Um, I I recently uh, shared one of DJ's newer videos in our uh, anime and manga, uh, you know, what do they call them? Uh, channels. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Which thank you for that. I just saw that. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, I just you know I I saw that there and was just kind of like, man, why? Uh, not like why are these channels inactive, but I kind of thought like there's there's definitely some stuff that can be talked about in some of these channels. I might as well mm-hmm. just try to start some sort of conversation. So DJ, uh, you know, obviously you can plug your channel here in a second, but I, I did share one of your videos and and the channel, and um, we got a few comments on on that just in our Discord, just talking about um, some of our members' love of anime and One Piece in general. So yeah. Uh, it's cool over there. So if you're a fan of all that sort of stuff, I mean, our Discord is the place to be. And uh, like I said, too, you can email us and you can comment on our, our uh, YouTube videos and stuff. Um, other other than that, we also have, you can follow uh, Overleveled Games on Twitter. That is at OverleveledCast. Uh, all that should be on this uh, the screen as well. Um, I do Twitch streaming as well. Uh, that is twitch.tv slash gavdod all of that should be on the screen as well and in the description everything that i'm linking right that i'm plugging right now all of this will be in the description but we also have a uh, a patreon as well just kind of that optional if this is how you feel uh that you can best support us in that way that's totally fine not required um but that's there for you if if you're someone who likes to give in that way um let's see was there anything else other than you, you plugging yourself. Okay. Uh, hello, I'm DJ, and uh, <laughs> I have my own personal channel called Mushroom Man. It is a comedic review channel where I talk about and make fun of different movies, games, and anime. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also do some other small different things, too, to sort of change it up and stuff like that regarding one of those topics. Um, and I also have my... Uh, my own podcast, which is anime, anime as well, called the Ramen Stand Podcast, just pretty much like a podcast where we talk about anime and stuff like that. We do a thing where we sort of uh, one of the things we're currently doing is we're every other episode we're reviewing each part of JoJo in preparation for JoJo Part Six, which is supposed to air later this year. So nice. that's one thing that we're doing. And episode one hundred, if or sorry not episode 100 if 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 yeah, DJ's, when, when, uh, <laughs> podcast channel gets 100 subscribers yeah, wow so episode 100 about, would be yes. so oh that would be dude, insane if, if you uh if you get to uh, 
let's say it takes a long time and I'm not, I'm not putting this on you, but let's say uh, it takes a little while to get to a hundred subscribers on, no, the, probably on will. the YouTube channel. Let's say you get to 69 before then. Mm. I think Ooh, 69 you know what? Maybe. Yeah. Should yeah, be yeah. the, uh, should be okay. the, uh, the hentai episode. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I kind of like that. I'll I'll talk to them about that. Either like sixty nine <laughs> okay, cool. subs or hundred subs or something like that, or the sixty ninth cool. episode. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, nice. if we make it to hundred subs, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about hentai. <laughs> That's the every, original. Plan. Every time, okay. So it's got to be whenever you've uh, whenever you've reached uh, episode sixty nine, or uh, you could also have another hentai episode whenever you get. 69 subscribers oh that's and true you could also do a hentai episode when you get 100 <laughs> subscribers just there do, we go have all these Three milestones for different excuses to do a hentai episode god damn right <laughs> there you go so if you want that to happen there you go those are the achievements uh but yeah that's pretty much it for me in terms cool. of promotion also have you do do you think uh do you think you will eventually change your name i know you talked about it uh, oh yeah, in the past from Mushroom Man to Mushy Squishy, probably yeah. maybe. Because okay. uh, for those that don't know, uh, originally my channel name was Mushy Squishy, but at the time I was so <laughs> small that if you look it up, you just find a bunch of random kid shit. Yeah, kid um, channels and shit. Yeah, so I changed it to Mushroom Man to make it more easily searchable. And actually, recently I just checked, and I am—I think I am now the biggest channel named Mushroom Man. I, I say biggest in quotes, like. I'm big, but like, there's you know, not that big. Um, but you've uh, been yeah. the biggest one called Mushroom Man. Actually, no. Recently, like earlier this month, I found another channel that was a few subscribers bigger than mine, but they've been inactive for years. Um, really? But they technically were bigger than me. But now I'm bigger than them, uh, which is cool. okay. Yeah. So yeah, I'm the biggest channel named Mushroom Man, which is cool, I guess. And maybe in the future, I'll change it back to Mushy Squishy because I like that name better personally. Speaking of uh, of names that are uh, that are taken by other people, uh, <laughs> there's already a podcast called the Overleveled Podcast. Oh, really? Yeah, but they. Um, let's see. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, they did like a Nintendo Direct a po- podcast kind of recently. Anyways, they're oh. like on a hundred episode one hundred and twenty. Okay. So. <laughs> Uh, hey, but we're different, okay? We're different, yeah. We're different. We're the we're the overleveled RPG news and review podcast. Yeah. So you know, let's fucking get anyways. them on. Let's get them on an episode. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so what's it like being <clears throat> a lesser overleveled? How <laughs> you feel JK. being the worst? No, I <laughs> <laughs> Being pieces of shit. Just kidding. Um. Yeah. So okay, that's that is. All of our plugs. Thank you yeah. guys again for listening. This is our longest episode yet. Yeah, I know. Easily. We've been two recording hours, for over baby. two hours now. Yeah. It is 21 minutes past my bedtime. I do not Ooh. think my wife anticipated this. Ooh. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening again. All of those plugs, you know, everything is linked down below. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, DJ, for doing this with me. I think no problem, man. We, we discussed doing this um, kind of thing uh fairly soon as well we we want to do more sort of like top 10 sort of stuff i like Mm. i think i think they bring about good discussion definitely um so pretty soon we're going to start doing a um it won't be like episode after episode after episode but we're going to kind of go through um like 
console generations and talk mm. about just some of our favorite RPGs slash JRPGs uh, up through uh, current things as well. Yeah. So look out for episodes like that. That's that's something that you can expect fairly soon. Um, other than that, I think that's it. DJ? Yeah? Hit him with it. When you don't watch Gavin's Twitch channel, you become a little bitch. That's fucking right. Bye-bye. <laughs>